Why are we here, Nettie? Well, first of all, I think talking dogs are the spawn of the devil. Secondly, we're watching my little toddy graduate from college. Oh, now aren't you glad you let Edna take charge of the boys' education? Yep. It's lucky she's not my taxes, because I underestimated her. Wait a minute. Liberal professors, feminist workshops, abstract sculptures? This isn't a Midwestern Bible college. This is an elite East Coast university. It's okay, Daddy. I majored in religious studies. Whew. Comparative religious studies. Ah! I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. So I don't care what the unemployment rate's gonna be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. If you're a shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? Raise taxes on people. That's not the way. That... Corporations are people, my friend. We can raise taxes on... Of course they are. Everything corporations earn ultimately goes to people. So, where do you think it goes? I can report to the American people and to the world. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Oh, good. It started. Look at that. Fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. You know what's really funny? Uh, no, I have no <laughs> Literally idea. eight seconds into this thing, when I was driving <laughs> over here tonight, yeah. I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to try and go the whole show without cursing. Wow. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say falling asleep. I, I didn't make 10 seconds. <laughs> nice. I want to start the show with this piece of feedback that we got. All right. Do you want the light on so you can see it? No, I got it. I got this one over my shoulder here because I really, I don't like those overhead lights even though I put them in myself. Yeah, that's a little. I might, you know what? I might take. Your self-hating electrician. Two of them out. I did an all right job except for that giant black spot where the center ceiling light used to be and I just painted it black like because the ceiling's purple. Anyway. Anyway. um, This is for, it says uh, DMAA. I don't have a name. At the bottom, it says "send from my iPhone," so at least we have something in common. Okay. Hello. Hello. I love your show, and I listen on a regular basis. Thank However, you. I've been finding it hard to jump back into your show after your recent use of the N word. Now, this is serious. Okay. And I think it's you. Me. Maybe. I haven't listened to you since about episode two hundred five because of it, and honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember the context. No. Oh, I, rem- I actually do remember the context. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I really want to get back into the show. Uh, I have to speak my mind to feel comfortable with your show again. I'm black, and I found your use of the N-word extremely offensive. Fair enough. No, it's not okay. It's not funny. And no, he's not one of the few people you know that can get away with it. Okay. I don't know who he's referring to. Probably but- me. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. I got you. To be clear and fair, I hate when black people use the word as well. We know somebody like that too. They're like, oh, those, they just make me look yeah. bad. 
like and I, and I saw it from a different angle. Um, I'll try not to stray too far from. It's extremely ignorant and foolish of them to degrade themselves with such a disgusting word. It's definitely not okay for white people to use it either. And yes, it goes back to slavery and segregation and Jim Crow laws of the distant and recent past. Black people were not considered people. They were property, then two-thirds of a person, and then a lesser human being. This word has the worst history and connotation attached to it than any other word in history as an extremely loaded and painful memory and is extremely loaded and painful for many. I really wanted to read through this without messing it up, but I'm stumbling a little bit. Um, I've listened to your show since before Reverend Scott. Wow, that's a long time. And I have disagreed both uh, with a lot of things you've said, but I've never been as offended as when you use that word twice by my count. Twice? More if I didn't edit things out. I, Get me in more trouble. I am. I didn't say it was you. You did that. You just oh, no, incriminated sure yourself. I am asking as a loyal listener that you never use the word again on your show. I can say okay, sure, and if you know, yes, that's. I don't see that as a problem. Do you? Considering I can edit you <laughs> when you think you're being funny. Go ahead. Keep reading. <laughs> You have used offensive language, but this word is different than the others. Thank you. I have one more paragraph after this. Okay. Um, as far as black people getting over slavery and segregation, I think what you guys fail to realize is that the parents and grandparents of black people went through some really serious racism. Now, when I read this, um, and I totally forgot to forward it to you, so I'm sorry I'm blindsiding That's you with okay. this. Because um, I was in the middle of a bunch of stuff at work, and it came in right before I loaded a show. Um, no, it's fine. I don't feel blindsided at all. Really? No, really. Oh, fine. okay. <laughs> all right, good. Um, yeah, it's just feedback. I yeah, mean, eventually we would get something that says you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, and I say, how dare you say that about my wife? <laughs> um, no, I we could. I don't think I I could never understand, you know, racism and segregation and stuff like that. Not to the point of somebody that's lived through it. So, um. Let's see, the N-word was their name. And that actually went all the way through the 70s, too. If you watch some of the black exploitation movies, mm-hmm. it was really heavy-handed. Like, I get uncomfortable watching some of those for outside the <laughs> cinema, especially when they have that word in the title. Then how do you say what movie you're covering? Really tough. Uh, these parents and grandparents taught their kids to hate whites and not to trust them and that America is horrible and you'll never get far because of the white man. The closest equivalent to this would be religious people. Why are they religious? Why are they Christian? It's because that's what their parents taught them. And it's hard to get away from it if that's all you know and have been taught since birth. It's not an excuse, but it's the truth. And it's not so easy to get over. Hopefully in a few generations it will be different. But that's the way it is. And it's sad, but America's history has... A far, sorry, but America's history had a far and long-reaching impact, the repercussions of which will last for generations. I can't argue with any of that. Okay. So. Um, well, all right. First off. Yeah. Um, I'll, hmm. It's not a word I typically use. 
No. In, in, in my conversations. No, um, no, no I, I don't. No, you don't. I, I don't. I, no, I don't. It's not like you, it's not, uh, right. no. That's it, it, it's not my style. Um, no, but, but. And, and the times that I've, I've used it here on the show. Yeah. It is for purely, um, you you want to say attempted comedic? No, no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say or, I, I for see because part of well, what, go ahead and no, if, no, no, and if no, it no. doesn't sound right, no, 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 we can, it's fine. We can stop no, it, and no, re-record. It, 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 it's fine because again, this is I, I no, we don't have to go back and and, and edit right, it because right. another part of this is going to be about editing myself, and I'm not a okay. big fan of censorship. So right, um, and clearly I'm I'm I'm. <laughs> When I'm on this show, it's and you've known me for a decade. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Me, me on the show is is sort of a a sort of amped up version of me. Right. Okay. Um, is every other word in my daily life motherfucker? No. Not anymore. Not new. Well, I'm not dealing with Projector 18 exactly. on a daily basis anymore. But um, it is it is sort of a, of, of of an amped up. Hey, I'm doing a show kind of me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean my my opinions are are still the same. It's the 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 expression of those opinions are far more vul, vulgar vulgarity laden enthusiasm, I guess we'll say. So okay. with that it with with that in mind, it, it's it's important to know that um I'm I I don't typically it's not a word that's in my usual everyday vernacular. What you're so, trying to say is I'm not a racist. Right. No, I, and it I would was, think that it was I, to I would, emphasize a point. I would or, think, no, it wasn't even to emphasize a point. See, it I'm, was, I, I remember, I remember, I remember how you, I remember used one it. instance of it and it had to do with, I don't know, something about in England or something like that, but I, I, and I don't, and I, okay, whatever. So, and if I when I when I use it, especially in that context, the second one I can't quite remember, but whatever. Um, it was it's because f- for me, part of what makes something something funny yeah. is is the unexpected. Okay, and that that is the is the unexpected. It's shot. There's a shock value to some humor. Okay, yeah. I'm not talking oh, no, like no, I can. I'm not I'm not talking about like like you know, Howard Stern shock rock kind of thing. I'm talking right. about it's, you know, something that's that's again, I think unexpected is is, is the best way to put it. Right. And if there's comedic value to that shock, no I'll, I'll I'll go in that direction. Hmm. Um I'm sorry you were offended. Um that's what I'll say. Um, but out of out of what are we on? Two fourteen two hundred and fourteen episodes four years later it's been you've said you, you i don't know if i have i i don't i don't I, think you have i will i that is that and and the word that the that describes women's vaginas cunt yeah i don't like saying either of them but, so but it's such a i don't you say round chocolatey word or i will punch you in the uh, face <laughs> No, we are not gonna. No, that's why he's the one that got us into trouble. <laughs> no, but no, but my point is that that cert, uh, not even certain words. I, I you again, you know me well enough to know yeah. how much I love language. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really do. I like to play with words and um, combinations of words and certain words in certain cases. Quite frankly, if if there's gonna be a comedic edge to it, I'm probably gonna go in that direction. Can I say right now that? 
a a repeat of that is impossible. Of what saying it? Saying it again, oh, again okay. for comedic for comedic value. Okay, because that's where it's coming from. Yeah, that's How, if, however, if it comes, but it's. But taking taking into account that somebody that's that's listened to the show that long yes. has said, please don't. Uh, I, I don't see why we can't accommodate that. I can certainly keep that in mind. Okay. That's I mean, what else can we ask for? I mean, you you're not a racist. Right, you know? exactly. You don't mean it meanly. And I can definitely I, I wish I had a name to go along with this so I could call the person by their name. Um but I we've been we've been asked things in the past. And I'm pretty sure we've complied. I don't know, but um, I do know that that that's something that we can. Yeah, I. I... Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that being said, yes, I wanted to address that at the beginning no, and of that, the show no, because and that's it fine. seemed. I don't want to say it seemed more important than listener no, feedback. No, no, most definitely. Um, but we don't get called out a lot, yeah. so I wanted to show that you know we will. Bring the bad up. No, I mean, and and I think that when I do when when there when I do say something with the you know with with malice in mind, I think that's pretty clear. Like when I call, you know, well, that's when the motherfuckers come out. The motherfuckers and these yeah. stupid people come yeah. out. I mean, there's a difference between my coming out and being malicious, and it's clear that I'm being malicious than right. when I'm going for that sort of shocky funny thing and right. i know not everything is gonna not everything is gonna work with with, with everybody right and that's no and there and just and that's the nature that's, of you know but that's a word that that if people like us white suburban males you know use but again it's, i i it's, think i think that that word can kind of transcend uh context and just its use could put people off you know, because I could get away with saying "cunt." See, I said that. Yeah, but you were uncomfortable saying. I was I uncomfortable tell. saying yeah. that. Yeah, there's there have been times on this show though when it just flows out. Yeah, of most me definitely. Like, but like but I also I also think that I mean, and now we can get into a, a conversation about you know quote unquote offensive words, or yeah. even without the quote unquote part about offensive words yeah. that I think sort of sort of. It, giving them more power, giving well, I, certain words more power. Um, so I, I thought about that though. I don't know if we're by dancing around them. But uh, I, I mean, which, which is worse, saying saying n word or saying the word? What's I mean? What's yeah, worse? Because I don't want to get into like, that. All right, part because you just you're, it's the same thing. But. Yeah, but I mean, we can we can have conversations for hours, hundreds of hours, as it turns out. Without you know, we we can talk about Herman Cain and Chris Rock and Barack Obama and Dwight Schrute and whatever, and we can we can say whatever and describe them however many different ways. And that you know, that's the the history behind the word is like the history behind you know Nazi, like which. And I'm not, you know, there's no, I'm just, it's an example. It's not yeah. an, an, an equal example. But like when you call somebody a Nazi back in the in the 50s and 60s and through to the 70s, that had a much more pointed, harsh, 
hurtful meaning. But it's easy. Then, but, but the thing is, though, how it's, it it's means e- now. But it's easier to call somebody a Nazi because the Nazis well, were bad guys. Well, now, yeah. But it, I mean, but it brings up all these evil yeah, thoughts. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this does, too. But it's still, that's a more personal experience for African Americans because they were individually by different people. Well, there's there was know. this, there was some comedian, you've probably heard him because we listen to a lot of the same yep. uh, Pandora stuff. Who said that the way you you could you could place the word like motherfucker in front yes. or behind of Bill? I don't, I don't know who it is, but you can say this bar? motherfucking Asian or you know this Asian, Asian motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah, and it's you know one way one's is more, racist exactly. and one's descriptive, yeah. right? So yeah, you know it's but that's it's, I mean even even when when like you know you, I see other people and they call each other they use the word to to you know as like buddy or whatever or and it's like i don't get it i never understood it like just let that word fall into obscurity and then the people that use it and mean it can be instantly identified but couldn't you also argue and here i am playing devil's advocate no no we're having a conversation so um that that in the african-american community using it as a as a as a friendly greeting as a friendly greeting okay over time and maybe it's too soon too tsunami it, it could too be soon, yeah. it 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 changes it change maybe it maybe you know it what would the have word. to happen maybe in 100 years it'll change the you word. know it, racists would have to be all be dead i think for the meaning of the word to change i think uh, you know if a little boy or, or or a teenager doesn't get dragged behind a fucking rusted out Ford it's, pickup but, but truck it's, but in it's, the 90s, then, you know, once I think once racism goes away, the meaning will but slowly racism, fade. Racism will never go away. But I think that yeah. it, it won't. It no, won't ever I'm, go I'm agreeing. I, it, won't, it won't ever agreeing. go. Yeah. It's, seriously, it won't. Anti, you know, anti-Semitism has not gone away. It's not going to go away. It's going to... It could become more centralized in certain locations, well, though. Well, it also, it also <laughs> becomes... It becomes quieter, maybe. It becomes less institutionalized. Yeah. And it just comes down to the it, – it comes down to being – that becomes the minority. Yeah, it would be you more know? of an individual right. opinion. It's, I mean, it's than... just like, you know, people who have a problem with gay people, that's just going to, you know, disappear. Then the person who yeah. ends up having the, the, the homophobe then becomes the person who's sort of maligned. Like for the weird b- guy. Believing that yeah. way. Yeah. You know? Whereas, you know – 20 even 20 years ago it was it was like you know someone called you you know faggot you were you know no well that was that was the word that we all used in the 80s right you know and but you, it was you know your hackles you 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 know you you, you get all defensive about it and you're like i'm not a and it's like does it matter i mean does your right. girlfriend gonna care if Whatever. somebody calls you so that? i don't know i just i mean language is is it's it's fascinating that way because words change and the power of words I think changes. Yeah. So, but I also have no problem that if somebody asks us to do them a favor. Okay. Sure. Let's change the subject now. All right. And thank you for writing in, and um, I did write back and say we'll talk about this first thing on the show. So just you know, because they don't listen anymore since <laughs> you know, like eleven episodes ago. Um, they can listen to the beginning of that. 
and maybe get back into it. Just out of curiosity, what was the other time? Well, maybe we'll get another email. So um, I saw this Resident Evil movie, and I'm done with Resident Evil movies. Really? And they were my favorite fucking thing. I know. Two, part two with Nemesis, with the dude in the suit and the big boots and the guns. That was my favorite one, because it was like a, a, a campy, like, 70s horror movie. Yeah. And, um... All right, here, let me start off with what I liked about the movie. They played around with reality. Okay. Um, I spent most of 1997 like that. Yeah. They're, um, the the opening scene in the last movie in Japan. Now, there's going to be probably some quote-unquote, and I'm using the term loosely here, spoilers. Um, so if you don't want the quote-unquote plot of the movie ruined, uh, skip ahead probably about 10 <laughs> don't, minutes. Don't watch the movie. Yeah, don't watch the movie. <laughs> um, so the opening scene in Japan in the last movie on the street, that that like area of Japan is in this building. And the, the, um, the, the building from the first movie is in this building. And it's, it's a giant testing facility because Umbrella has been selling the virus to Russia and it sells it to the U S as a countermeasure and it sells it to Japan and China. And I don't understand what umbrella gains from destroying the entire world, but a lot of dead characters are brought back because they populate each of these areas with like 50 different kinds of blank people. They imprint them with memories. They have technology way beyond anything anyone knows. Cloning. So then what do they need the money for? Exactly. False memories, all that. <laughs> you know, you could, you could, Umbrella could instead sell a clone body of you when you were 18 and implant your memories into it and you could live on. But regardless. So basically, if I knew then what I know now, right. oh man, yeah. I'd have gotten so much more pussy. And known what to do with it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so... They tried to play around with the reality of the series, which is kind of what I had hoped they would do because they really wrote themselves into a fucking corner with the last one. And uh, it was poorly executed. It, Who directed it? It was Paul W.S. Anderson. The guy that's done all the others. As far as I know, I, don't, I didn't really give a shit to look it up. Um, really? What? Really? He directed that? No, not Paul Anderson. Paul W.S. Anderson. The guy that directed Resident Evil. And there's two different ones, trust me, I know. Because <laughs> there's Paul Anderson. Paul W.S. like do like highfalutin shit? No, that because his the W.S. stands for what shit? Oh. Paul Anderson did like There Will Be Blood or something, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and look that up because. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Um, but like WS did Event Horizon, which is one of the best like sci-fi horror movies of the '90s, and you know, in my opinion, is kind of up there for uh, pretty well executed, good set design, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know if he's just collecting a paycheck at this point. Or... Okay, you know what it is, huh. Paul. Yeah, okay, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, wrote, Thomas. That's yeah, it. wrote. There'll be blood. So it's like that whole middle name thing. Yes. Yeah. This other guy did Alien vs. Predator, Death Race. Yeah. Yeah. He makes mediocre movies for mediocre movie fans. Yeah. There's nothing on this list that 
that I would go, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, Event Horizon was really good. A really good haunted house in space movie. Three Musketeers. Oh, but the one that came out last. Year. I didn't, you know what? I've seen almost every. I think every movie that Mila Jovovich has been in, except for Three Musketeers. I just could not bring myself to watch it. Yeah. Better off just going back and watching uh, Resident Evil Two. Fifth Element. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now I'm eagerly anticipating the Silent Hill Two coming out later uh, in October because um resident evil like the last one i went and saw it opening night my brother met me at the theater we, yeah. we saw it in 3d and i don't remember what happened except they landed an airplane on the roof and there was some douchebag that like didn't want to agree with what everybody was saying and here all the it, it was like it was almost like it was too much fan service yeah and not enough actual plot. It's like, oh, you brought in Leon Kennedy, but he's too young, and he's oh, the only thing about him is the name, and he looks right. Right. It's like huh. why don't just you know they bring in the Las Plagas thing, which takes the 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 villains from zombies to these um these parasite infected. That's why the shit comes out of their mouth because it's a parasite inside of them. The big hooked tentacle things. They never explain where those come from. The giant executioners come out with the nails through their heads, the burlap masks, and the giant axes. No explanation. This is just a <laughs> biological weapon. Nice. It's like it's it. It's like somebody watched videos of all of the Resident Evil games, took a whole shitload of speed, and then described them all to him at once. <laughs> and then or, he wrote a script or, from that. And they got their six-year-old to do it. Yeah. And then the guy with the nail in his head came out, and then <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I want all the ham. <laughs> oh, Sorry. I want all the ham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was... I, I knew it was going to be terrible. I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. But I never... It was worth every penny you paid. It, well, yes, that is true. I never imagined I would actually be disappointed. The action shot scenes were... were I've never said this. Repetitive and really? boring. It's like, oh, I've seen her throw shit at the camera before. I've seen her throw a clip up in the air and, you know... Reload be, from there? Yeah. I, I've seen all this. You're not doing anything new. It's just oh, it's the same white umbrella set with a logo on the wall, or this or yeah. that, or uh, it was a huge letdown. If I had to grade it, I would give it a D. Really, D as in dumb. And damn I it! Would, I damn it! I watched this. I would give the first one just as a point of reference. I'd give the first one a C plus because it was it was like one of the better yeah. like video game adaptations that i enjoyed not that it I was a i think good i one. saw that one but i would i would give part two apocalypse just for the sheer like they got nemesis right she ran down the side of a building you know that kind of shit which was the one with um that guy michelle rodriguez uh, the first one okay and this last one i saw that one um i would give part two i'd give that a b minus like overall, like that's how much I enjoyed that. It was yeah. like it's the Charlie's Angels of video game movies. Well, full grain, full 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 throttle. Right. Okay. Yeah. And the first one, the first Resident Evil, would be the first Charlie's Angels. Okay. So it's like, yeah, that's actually not bad. Okay. Yeah. And but they're still bad. 
Don't get me wrong. They're you know still what? bad. Full Throttle is not bad. No, I'm not talking about Charlie's Angels anymore. I would put Full Throttle <laughs> on almost the same plane as like a Hudson Hawk oh, yes. or a Tank Girl. Yeah. You know? I could see that. Movies that are just such bullshit. They're yes. just really fun. Yeah. And this this last Resident Evil movie was missing uh, all of that fun. Yeah. So don't see it. I saw um, Arbitrage. What's that? With Richard. It's a Richard Gere movie. Um, he plays this rich dude who has an affair. He's still making movies? Yeah. Huh. He did a decent job. The story was a little weird. I wasn't happy with how it ended. Um, and uh, so... Is it over there? Oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah, my stylus broke. So, um, yeah, he plays this rich guy who has an affair and accidentally kills his girlfriend. Didn't they make that movie already? Oh, no, that was the boyfriend he killed. So, um, yeah, so he just tries to get out of it, and he's got this big deal, like a big business deal that's supposed to be happening. Okay. You know, everything just gets all shitty and a little crazy, but... Um, it was okay. The performances were good. Yeah. Um, I wasn't thrilled with the ending. I could see what they were trying to do. Right. Um, I wasn't really happy with the way they did it. So I did see Finding Nemo. Yeah, 3D. I didn't know. I didn't know your theater was. Yeah, we it. got it, and it, it the three D is so it looks good. Well, it's, I oh, I it have, is officially the best three D movie I've ever seen. I have always said. That CG 3D has the yeah, best potential they to could, be done. They can right. go back to the original. The original. Well, there's stuff. that, but it's it's all about setting how far apart each yeah. eye is, and you can virtually do that can, in the computer. Yeah. That's why How to Train Your Dragon was fucking unbelievable. This was much better, than, and we saw that in so IMAX, much, and it was like. <laughs> This was so good. I love that movie as yeah. as it is. And I use that movie in my, my film classes with the kids. So uh, I watch that movie or parts of it like seven or eight times a year. Okay. You know? And you'd think I'd be bored with it, but <laughs> no, it holds up. I love that movie so much. And it's really, it is the only time I've seen 3D work effectively. Nice. Well, that's good. Really uh, we we definitely need the time to get over there because the girls love it. It was so good. It was uh, it was interesting because before we headed in, um, coming out was um, do you remember Jamie, the supervisor we yeah. worked with? Um, she was coming out of it. I'm like, oh, how was it? She said, oh, it was good. You know, it's you know we watched it at home and you know the kids really loved it. Right. And I said, oh, look, you know, a lot of people coming out. She's just like. Yeah, but we've seen a lot of people see that movie. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's nothing like that. Yeah, Tom had put up a post and he said, um, "Oh, a rainy, rainy day with Finding Nemo." I've lived this day before, <laughs> and I, I added on. I'm like, yeah, that day, no one will forget that day. No, we did like twelve thousand people. people. Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. Oh, uh, I, I, we had to get popcorn on my way in. I had to stop at Hollywood Hits and get yeah. popcorn for yeah. Lowe's. That was amazing. That was an amazing day. That's the only time, the entire time we've been there, that we've never been able to stay up with popcorn, and that was with yeah. all the shit in the back too. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Theaters don't do that kind of business anymore, do they? No, they don't. Nope. Hey, we watched uh, the Pirates. Band of Misfits, oh, that was the Ardman one. 
I had no idea it was based off of a book called The Pirates um, and like the science, the uh, the pirates. It's called The Pirates, uh, The Adventure with Scientists, okay, or something like that. And um, it was a fun little movie. It really was. And David Tennant playing Charles Darwin and playing him kind of like a dick, yeah, like a self serving asshole. That was really good. Yeah, I, I was very. I impressed. liked it. it was, I thought it was a sweet little movie. I thought I, it was funny. I was not interested. Ellen's like, oh, we should watch Pirates. The girls might like it. I'm like, yeah, they'll find that really boring. Did they? Did they dig it? They watched it three times. Yeah, <laughs> and we we rented it off of Amazon because that's what I've started to do now. Before like. The lesser known stuff yeah. to them, lesser known. Like we watched the Lorax on Amazon, and they lost their shit over yeah. it. And so I bought it. I'll buy Pirates because Ellen really enjoyed yeah. it, and the girls liked it. So um, I got a question for. I saw you post. Oh, we're at thirty minutes. Should I take a break? Yeah. Okay. And then we'll move on. All right. Be right back. What she said I don't predict the future I don't care about the past Send the 
I will consider that. <laughs> That's All right, an editorial so. discussion for the folks in, in at legal. Uh, anyway, uh, um, so we were talking about something. Yeah. Oh, I had a question for you. There was something you posted, I think it was on Facebook, about Apple TV. You had a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, folks, we are going to do a little bit of tech talk today. But not much because not much. we've gone overboard in the past. Yes, we have. So we're going to go underboard. I'm not incredibly... Right, but I think that that's I think that's part of a discussion. So yeah. Apple TV, what yeah. do you want to know? Well, okay, with my PlayStation Three, right? Mm-hmm. If I was to have torrented files, yes, they will play through the PlayStation Three. My Apple stuff won't. What I you mean, can, your Apple stuff, like your stuff that you've purchased in, through iTunes, yeah, or um, you know, free digital download, that kind of stuff, like Captain America when I put the disc in to get get it free from iTunes. Oh yeah, uh, that won't play. But um, I can get Netflix, YouTube, Hulu, all okay. that through the PlayStation. And the Amazon streaming, yeah, really good. Okay. Like and really could, good you can quality. You get that through, through the, the PlayStation. PlayStation. And the Xbox, actually. But for some reason, I just the, the PlayStation feels more like a computer interface when okay. I do it. So I, I if, use that. If the only thing that you feel you're missing is stuff that... Um, again, digital download right. that you get when you buy a disc. Right. Um, then you're not missing much because, I mean, okay. realistically, you could just pop that DVD in and watch it on your TV. True. But, like, so, uh, most of the stuff that I have, um, you know, obviously I have the Blu rays for, right. but Captain America is on Netflix, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. But if I was to take it up into the bedroom, it would work as a network hub. It would pull. It could pull everything off of this computer. Yeah. Okay. So then it would be worth it. Yeah, because you don't have the PlayStation upstairs, obviously. Right. So yeah, it would be worth it. Okay. I well, we have a we have a TV in our bedroom. It's a thirty-two inch like CRT kind of fucking big ass. Like, it will square. only work with HDMI. Right. So we gotta. I eventually want to upgrade to something nicer because right. like. We don't have cable upstairs anymore because it went all digital, right. <laughs> and that's how old that TV is. So we watch DVDs. Yeah. So, so um, I have Apple TV. I absolutely love it. Yeah. There's been stuff that I've had on my computer that I'm able to play through because it just goes in your iTunes like movies menu thing. Okay. And it just pulls from there, and it's fine. It looks great. Um, stuff that I've purchased. Um, like through iTunes, yeah. like way, way, way back when I got my first iPhone, uh-huh. I just to see how it looked, I bought the Incredibles okay. to watch on it. Yeah. And uh, when I hooked up the, the Apple TV, because it was attached to that Apple ID and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting because that iPhone is long gone. The iTunes, the, the computer that I had iTunes on that I bought it through right. was long gone. There was an old work computer. Right. Um. But it but remembers your purchases. Because it remembers your purchases, yeah. it popped up again. I'm like, oh, cool. Right. You know? Um, yeah, I looked at, um, after this upgrade, I looked at um, iTunes on here, and, like, I can download stuff from the cloud that I've put in. Yeah. Like Lorax and Captain America. Those oh, are okay. You, so you remember. can bring that to your phone. I can, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, um but I, and don't, again, I don't watch movies on my phone. Yeah, so. But there's, I mean, but yeah, I mean, you've already got Netflix. Hulu Plus is, because I've got Netflix and Hulu Plus. Yeah. Um, so I've got both of those. Um, those show up on 
um, Apple TV. Uh, I, I, I really like it. There's stuff that the kids watch on Netflix and stuff like that. I really like it. Okay. But if you're getting 90% of your needs met with the, um, with the PlayStation downstairs, yeah, then you're good. And when you upgrade your TV upstairs, then yeah, Apple TV would be a, a decent choice. Okay. Well, that's good. Oh, there's so, a stylus, and they're, they're 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually not. Are you too buying bad. a new stylus right now? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Is them. that one dead? Uh, no, but it's gonna go. And I don't know where I have a mouse. But now that I'm doing more graphic design work and I've taught you myself how to, yeah, because I dropped this one and the <clears throat> and the point broke, so now it kind of double clicks on stuff here and there yeah. when I don't. You've seen that, yeah. But it looks like the prices come down. They used to be like sixty five dollars. That's why I don't have one. Mm. But now they're like forty five. So is that a Wacom tablet? Yeah, yeah, twenty seven used and new. I may check eBay first just to see. Yeah. Because I need right. one, but I don't want to pay that much. Anyway, so, so that's my my spiel on Apple TV. Okay, so it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, and you just own it, right? That's it. There's no like, yeah sign up for anything. It works with all the stuff you have already existing. So yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, and it's wireless. Yeah, it talks to your Wi-Fi. Okay, that's good. So you can hardwire it too. Yeah, if it was going so to like if it was Ethernet. going to the room over there, yeah, I would do it. It's got an Ethernet port too. But so. ups, going going upstairs, I'd have to drill fucking holes yeah. or run it through the so, walls. So, but I mean, it's just you know better to. Um, yeah. The Wi-Fi yeah. signal actually for the phone isn't too bad. I can stream Netflix yeah. to the phone upstairs, so that's all right. So anyway, we updated to iOS six. Six, yes. Uh, on, our, of- on our iPhone. Fours, right? And there are uh, there are a couple features like I knew that turn by turn wouldn't be available right. uh, to us. The thing that I was actually surprised by was that FaceTime over cellular was not available for the four. That was a little disappointing. Yeah, um, I hear a lot of people bitching about the maps well, section, and when, and when I had updated at work, our Wi-Fi was all kinds of fucked up because yeah. I, everybody we all go through Verizon at work, so I think. Everybody was upgrading uh-huh. while they were at work right. because I could not get maps to work, and that's why I thought, great, the whole app is busted. Yeah, but it's not. It actually comes up pretty quick. Yeah, it's it. I, I mean, I haven't used it to get me someplace yet. See, I used maps a lot. Yeah, to get me and places. I yeah, I use Google Maps a lot too, and Google does a great job. The um, I thought that I would miss the street view thing, but that's a fun little novelty. I I, I use that. I used to use that when I would go to gigs, and I'm like, oh, what does on street parking look like for this place? Okay. Can I park in front of the building? Yeah. That kind of thing, um, or just to get an idea of when I pull up. What will I look for? How yeah, will it what do you, look the, so I know yeah, what's close. The, the front door look like? Yeah, that's, that's it. fine. Um, so uh, on the iPad, it's kind of cool because it does give you a sort of a 3D thing. I can show oh, okay. you on my iPad. But um, what it version doesn't have do you that. have? What iPad? Yeah. Two. Okay. And so, what, are, what are there's three of them now? There's right? three, yeah. The third one has a okay. retina display and it's a little tiny bit heavier. Oh, okay. Um, so. But um, overall, I think iOS six is it's fine. There's nothing blowing me away yet. Uh, you know, um, you know what would have been interesting is if fucking Passbook worked right off the bat. Yeah, 
That would be nice. I would have been like to put in my Starbucks card. I have absolutely no fucking idea how it's supposed to work. It's supposed. No, I to... know how it's supposed to work, but I don't know how to get it to. Yeah, work. Yeah, because you know what it is. Because a lot of because I think that the actual like quote unquote cards that go into the whole passbook thing. Yeah. Um, I think that that they're gonna be downloadable like an app. Yeah. And I just think a lot of pl- places aren't ready yet. They don't have them done yet because. Yeah. I look. I opened it, and there's a little button to get you to the app store there, which yeah. really threw me off. And then I hit the app store. I get a quick thing that's saying can't connect to the iTunes store. Yeah, I figured. And then I, it, I read how to get around that. Yeah, what is? What do you do? Change your calendar date to a year from now, and then you really? can only download like like Walgreens and Target and a couple of airlines. It's not worth even yeah, changing well, the date for. CVS would be fine for me. Fandango yep. maybe. Um, I'm not going to change the date on my calendar. No, but um, having to download an app for each one, excuse me, kind of defeats the whole purpose of having it. Well, I don't know because I think, I mean, you'd have to put in what you have anyway. But then each app could do it individually. You don't need all of it in one spot. But I think that what's cool is like like the Fandango one. The way that's going to work is when you get to the theater, it's going to show up. It's gonna show up. Yeah, but let like me, the barcode let me, thing let will me show play up. Devil's when you advocate the here. Uh, you're gonna pre-order tickets and then go to the theater. You can open Fandango and click a button that says tickets. Yeah, you, but you don't need it to say, "Hey, you're near the theater." No, no, no. But it's going. <laughs> but the the tickets thing, whatever, is, right. Whatever you would have to show is gonna just. Right, but Fandango is gonna, could is gonna do that on up. its own. They could do that on their. That's own. that's what I was saying. Right, yeah. but. Passbook's an interesting idea, but it's f- a far cry from this virtual wallet that people. Well, because have been nobody about. has, uh, nobody's doing that yet. The, the, no. the tech. That's why there are a lot of people saying, "Oh, near field communications or whatever that was," so that you can just be standing there and it'll take your money. You know, the only thing that really works is the fucking speed pass. It's not really for the uh, for, for the cars, gas stations. Yeah. yeah, that actually works. Yeah, really and well. a lot of people at Starbucks use the the app. Okay. That should have been the first one in there. Um, that sh- yeah, I was surprised that, that Apple wasn't and Starbucks for some there. reason go hand in hand. Yeah, in my so mind. Um, but like some of the some of the the phone settings are fine. You know, they sort of remind me later oh, to yeah. call this yep. person stuff like that. I thought that automatically um, came up as an option. You have to actually swipe up to do it when someone calls. Yeah, and I think that well, I mean, no, I, that's fine. But that's fine because yeah. you're, you're either making going a conscious to, yeah, you're going to make a decision. Yeah. No, just fuck you. Call me later. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a bunch of little things that are fine. The VIP mailboxes. I, I mail. like that. I like that, that. That actually helps That's because it, it'll pop the email up on the front page. Yeah. So I don't have to actually open the phone. Yeah, so that's I okay. like being able to post to Facebook right from I haven't done that yet. notifications. But it's, just it's a bunch of little stuff. That, like, yeah. Oh, okay. That's all right. Yeah. Um, now, um, we don't have Siri on ours. Right. Uh, we can't do Panorama, which there are a multitude. Yeah, of, there's a bunch of, of apps free that'll apps do that that'll do 360 you. degree fucking yeah. dome over your head shit. Right. Um, having said that, my contract is up next month. <laughs> ah. And um, Ellen doesn't have a phone that she uses. She has one of those pay-as-you-go yeah. things. She never has it. So you're gonna pull the trigger. And but she's seen how how useful when we went on vacation. She saw how useful. <laughs> 
and how much I use the phone. Yeah, and it's also like, you it's don't like, have oh, to we want to go to the Pink Cadillac Diner. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, and we go, and it's like like and, I was checking because uh, we've ne- we'd never been to Wildwood yeah. before, so it's like, oh, I'm gonna look at uh, Bill's Pizza and Subs, and I'm gonna look at the Yelp reviews. Oh, we're not gonna go there. Oh, fuck Yelp. <laughs> you know. You know, for a fee, they'll take out I know. The bad reviews. Fuck them. I know, but when there's Fuck those guys, when there's bad reviews on there, yeah, that says something. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, you don't need to carry a camera around. You know, no. I got my, kids. Uh, my father, he was he, um, he, he's you know, my father. Yeah. So, but he's like, uh, you don't need your phone. I'm like, well, it has my camera. So. You don't need your phone. It also has a video camera on it that shoots high-def footage, yeah. and I'm not going to bring that with me. And then that was it. He just stopped. Like, oh, and then I could post them online. I could send them to uh, exactly. my Dropbox. I could, you know, whatever. It's like, uh, now now you understand. You have an iPad that you never put down, Dad. What's going on here? <laughs> so, yeah. But it's like I didn't, I didn't bring the phone to the beach, but it's still got fucking sand in it. I don't know how that happened. But uh, yeah, we're in November. It'll be our 11 year anniversary. I think for our first or second anniversary, we bought the newest generation iPod at the time. Yeah. Um. So we'll do this. We'll do the phones. Cool. And um, each of the girls will have the my my iPhone, which will be, you know, it'll still work. Yeah. And just not as a phone. So I'll just load it up with games for them. Yeah. And uh, learning stuff and fun stuff, and then. They can charge it and whatever, and right. that'll be fine. They can they can do that. They'll have a camera they could use exactly. So that'll be good. Yeah, I think. buy a heavy duty case. Yeah, yeah. Get otter so, boxes for them. Yeah, that'll be good. But the iPhone five is just oh god, that thing is beautiful. It's nice. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not. I am definitely not a wait in line kind of person. No, I won't wait in line. Um, I'll do this in like October, November, or something like that. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll be middle to end of November. Yeah. Um, and if they don't have it that day, they yeah. don't have it. Yeah, because we're gonna go take the money. We got to take a little bit at a time because of well, preschool yeah. and, uh, and excise tax that we haven't paid yet and all that stuff. Um, oh, that reminds me. And if we can afford it at the time, we'll do it. But obviously, their education is well, yeah, you know, key. But um. Having the fastest processor, having all the little gadgety yeah. doodads—that'll be fun. I want to use. I know Siri. I just sounded seventy years old when I said gadgety doodads, but I like that phrase. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I have a four. We skipped the four S. I skipped every one up to the four. Yeah. Um, Ellen skipped everything up to the five. Um, and then you know, if we have the same one, then okay. She needs to move into the century with the phones because right. she's got this crappy little like blue flip open thing. She never feels it vibrating, but she uses her iPod a lot, yeah. like um, internet and streaming stuff upstairs and and all that. So it'll be nice. Yeah, we, yeah. We... I mean, I think that some of the changes in iOS six are 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 fine. Yeah. Um, I, was I would like to see Google to offer it. a maps thing. They're going to the the term they've already they've already submitted an apps okay. a map app to the app store. So it'll be interesting to see what that's like when it when it comes out. Yeah, I do. I am interested in the 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 Tom Tom turn by turn to compare it to ways that I use now. Yeah. Um, but whatever. It's 
it's neat, but it, there's nothing really. I mean, we haven't had a, a revolution in the phones really since what FaceTime was added. Yeah, that's been. We, cool. I mean, it, it's like it's like unrealistic expectations for what this can do, right? You know, it's it's refining, and then the five S will refine it even more, right. and it'll be like, oh, why didn't I fucking wait for the five S? Well, it's like, why don't you no, wait for the ten then? Yeah, exactly. You know, just don't buy one. But the fucking flame wars going on. Oh, it's so. And Samsung, the the Samsung ads just. Oh, did you see the one people waiting out in line? I don't one? like so, those ads anymore. I don't. They're. It's like it's sour grapes. Tell us what's great about your phone. I know Olivia at the yeah. movie theater has got the Samsung whatever the Galaxy S three whatever it is. Okay. And it's a nice looking phone. It's a little bit big. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have that phone i mean right. she can throw it in a purse i wouldn't want that phone it feels i mean because it feels plasticky and and okay flimsy. yeah you know what i mean um in order for any kind of electronic device to have any kind of um abstract worth it has to have weight i think it's like um I what's his so. face um um he's a comedian but he, mitch hedberg um he said that like boom boxes, old eighties boom boxes, I think is what he was talking about. And I did put my arm up like yeah, I was carrying did. one on my shoulder. Um, he said they felt like cheap pieces of plastic shit until you put the batteries right. in it, and because then it's heavy and right. then it feels more important. And that the the, the iPhones they're they're glass and metal and yeah, so they they're maybe a little bit heavier, but I'm okay. I don't. My pocket's not going to get tired. Well, that's I guess the the new phone. Every review I'm saying is that it's unbelievable how light it is, huh. but it still feels solid. Well, I watched the video and I, and I showed Ellen the video to try and sell her on it, and I think she was already sold on it. But like, were you like, I want to fuck that phone? <laughs> if I had two wishes, um, but like the machining of it and the Chinese precision <laughs> of it, you know what I mean. Um, it's, it's interesting, uh, but you know what? You have your phone. Great. I am not going to switch from an iPhone now because I have too much yeah, too time much and money invested in the peripherals for it. Yeah. And, and just, it's, I mean, I've got, I've Mac computers. Yeah. I have an iPad. I got Apple TV, like everything. It yeah. just, I, I, You've bought into the company. Well, it's not even so. buying. Yeah, I mean, I, I like their stuff. I was talking to Brie earlier today, yeah. and she, she was asking me, oh, should I get an iPad or should I buy, like, you know, a, a laptop? Um, she says that, you know, Macs are expensive. I said, I've had Macs for a decade, and I've never had a problem with viruses. I'm like, what's killing your PC now? She says, it's dead slow because God only knows what's wrong with it. Yeah. I said, that's never happened to me. No. I've I've cleaned up space. I've used uh, Disk Warrior to. Uh, oh, did so, you never answer my question? No, I didn't. And I just remembered. I used something called Tidy Up, but I had to pay like thirty bucks for it. That's okay. Um, that. Tidy Up finds duplicates in your computer and frees up space. It found seven thousand duplicate photos. Yeah, in see, that's what I need. Uh, but you have to check them. You kind of got to go through them in batches to make sure. Yeah, uh, because there could be errors. But I. I used it for that. I used it for iTunes as well. And it finds the exact duplicates, but I think I clicked the wrong thing and I still have 
Like if there were three, it left the original and a backup. Huh. So I need to read the instructions and then use it. Um, but I tried to do the cloud thing, the um, iTunes match. Yeah. I have way too many. It won't let me do it. Really? I'm only allowed 25,000 songs. How many do you got? 47,000. Oh, really? I have a lot. Uh, but I don't know if audiobooks count because I have a lot of audiobooks. I don't think they do. Well, I have audiobooks set in music, so I need to go through and get rid of those. But I have a lot of audiobooks that I don't listen to anymore. Yeah. Uh, like, There's a bunch of space right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I'll keep the Harry Potters for my wife. I'll keep the X-Wing Squadron stuff. Why, well, by the way, the the new X-Wing book, haven't had a chance to read it. <laughs> I've been taking it to work with me. I got um, the first run, like, collection of Judge Dredd comics, uh, Case Files yeah. 01. Um, and, I, and I read, like, four or five little, like, episodic things in each one of those uh, a day. Just trying to get my 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 mind yeah. into the frame of thought of the original character yeah. instead of Stallone's version, because uh, it opened today, actually. Dread opened today, and everybody says the 3D is fantastic. So I got to go check that out. Because mm. a rated R action sci-fi movie is violent, heavily, yeah. <laughs> really violent. That's I need to go check that out and support it. But anyway. Uh, my point was nothing. I don't know what I was saying. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the fuck was I talking about? We were talking about movies, and then we were talking about phones. Yeah. And I don't know how you get onto Judge Dredd. Oh, the X-Wing book, the audio books, iCloud. Yeah. So yeah, it, it cleared out. It cleared out a good portion of stuff, and yeah. I just like flipped through the songs, and I'm like, I've been listening to half that shit, and like since I put it in the computer. So there's there's probably a, a lot that I could get rid of, but I don't know why it's limited. It has to do with space, obviously. Yeah. It's that's why we can't update to, um, you know, maps. There's there's limitations to the 3D mapping uh, that our phones can do. So there's limitations to what the cloud storage can do. Yeah. So that's fine. Although I would like to have music at the tip of my fingers, but that's okay because I have Pandora and I can discover new stuff. Exactly. Which is fine, and that shit's free. So let's take another break, keeping in, then we'll come back and do some newsy shit. Yeah, we'll see how the stylus works. Yeah. All right, let's see.
right. So newsy shit. That is the technical term for it, right? Newsy shit. Yeah. Let's go to our Facebook page there and see what kind of stuff is going on. Hey, so I was sent an email from a company. Now, I have to read this. I may actually stop and re-record this if I make a mistake. Okay. okay. Now, I am all for the owners of companies endorsing whatever candidate they want. You know, with if it's a privately held company, you can put a sign up for anybody you want on the on the property. If it's on a busy street and you want people to see that that's who you support, yeah. However, I think that there's a line, and I think this could be a legal issue, where you purposely try to vaguely scare the employees into voting for the same person. Yeah, but how do they know? How do they know who you vote for? There's no way to... No, that's true, but there are a lot of impressionable people out there, and there's a lot of people that are worried about their jobs because they're not informed voters. Dummies. I'm going to read one line from this. Okay. I can guarantee that if if his opponent wins, we will not have any opportunity for such important input to something that has a huge impact on name of company. You cannot guarantee that because, in fact, I know who this person's opponent is and I know what she stands for. And I know that Elizabeth Warren is more for the businesses than Scott Brown. Scott Brown would help tax breaks for millionaires. Right. The owner of this company, whose name is right there. Oh, I want to see. Is um, He is a millionaire. So he is supporting the Republican candidate who says that he will help the company which is bullshit i i have a problem not with the fact that a, a local company is supporting a republican publicly that's that's fine that's your business he's going to fucking lose and so is romney but i have a problem with voter intimidation and attempting to scare people into voting your mindset by trying to scare them into thinking that they will lose their jobs if they vote for the wrong person. And that's what this company did. I um, actually, and have not received an answer yet, but I wrote to an employment lawyer to ask him about the legality of that statement in a company email. Because I don't think think that you're really allowed to do that <laughs> sorry you're no. trying to tell me something and it's He's not trying to speak to me no i just asked you you want to write it down and no, I'll, that's fine. um i think i know what you're talking about sorry i had to take a quick break there so i could have a secret conversation with frank <laughs> reverend scott can take that however he wants i know um the funny thing is that the this sign for this candidate, fuck it, it's the sign for Scott Brown. And we all know, I could give a shit about Scott Brown. I actually bought an Elizabeth Warren t-shirt, and I've been wearing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I've contributed to her campaign because yeah. I like her. She's really intelligent. Yeah, and my kids want to put um, Elizabeth Warren and Obama signs in front of the house. So yeah. Lily, Lily, the eight-year-old, huh. actually asked about that. Nice, nice. <laughs> Um, 
But you know what? If if the company wants to put a sign up and support it, support the Mormon candidate, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But I don't, I don't think you should say, "Oh, well, if the other candidate wins, your job's in danger." Yeah, we could be doomed. I don't think that's legal. That's voter intimidation, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I just it? think it's scare tactic. It's <sighs> bullshit. But you know what? Hey, he's not going to win. No. Romney is certainly not going to fucking oh, no, win. Man, he is just. Did you? What kind of bullshit has gone on this last week with him? Just, Without even it's... looking shit up, here's what we got. He paid thirteen to fourteen percent tax. Oh, somebody found his. Uh... No, he released it. Because yesterday or the day before, he went on Univision with a fucking spray tan. Did you see that? No. The day before, he is stark <laughs> fucking white like a piece of paper. The next day, and somebody somebody took a picture of him and took a picture of Carlos Mencia, and they used the uh, Pantone color chart, <laughs> and they found that they had the same skin tone. He got a spray oh. tan that didn't go to his ears or is his there, hands. Really? Is there a picture like comparison? Because that's just yes. Oh my god! And it's not. Other people have seen it, and they said it's not the lighting and it's not the makeup. It, it's <sighs> all he had to do. All he had to do is just keep hammering Obama on the economy. That's all he had to do. Yeah, but Real, serious. I mean, am I right? But he didn't. That's he didn't. all and he needed to do. He he's lost his way. Shit with morality and gay marriage. I mean, you got Bill Crystal saying he that that Obama that Obama is going to beat him. That's it's just pretty uh, bad. Oh, I thought I had it on here. Where is it? So funny. Uh, see, I look like you. Oh, then there's the Vote whole there's the whole forty seven percent that Romney was talking oh, yeah, about. I heard about that too. Uh, all right, let me see. John Stewart's going to debate Bill O'Reilly. He's been trying to oh, push really? that for a long time. What is it? October eighth. Oh damn it! I'll be out of town. I'm uh, sure see it afterwards. Uh, it doesn't say when. Hold on. Let me uh, click on this link here. Uh, so we'll do this first, then we'll get to the Oompa Lumpa Romney story. Uh Let's see. The rumble in the air-conditioned auditorium. <laughs> um, why doesn't it say? Oh, fuck it. We'll just play the ad. Coming this fall. Two men, two podiums. What day is that? It is a Saturday. Okay, I'm going to have to teach my wife how to record shit online because I don't know if I'm working or not. Because I'll record the whole thing and um, we'll take the best parts. Okay. Um, okay, so back to Romney looking like an Oompa Loompa. I'm sorry, I thought there would actually be dialogue to that, but there wasn't. Uh, but that's interesting that it's online. Uh, Innocence of Muslims... Romney caught on tape, eight-year-old idiot. Uh, 
Oh, James last week said he wanted to say he enjoyed last week's episode of Are You Studious? Nice. Yeah. I think he was being sarcastic. Oh. Um, I thought we made a lot of valid points about well, Hallmark and all that kind of stuff. It was, and, I think it was worth talking about. Yeah. Um, the back to school special. I don't know where the fuck it is. Maybe it's, you know what? Just Google Romney spray on tan. But I had the story with like pictures. Maybe I put it on my own wall. Uh, did you see this? Um, Jedi training, and there's a little yes no window. It says remove X Wing from swamp. Do, do yeah. not, and you can't click on try. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Dropkick Murphy's. Ah, seriously, did Mitt Romney get a bad spray tan to appeal to Latino I voters? Need, I need to see this picture. See him there? Yeah. See that? He looks like a fucking raccoon. Oh my god. Huh? There's the line. Oh, that's right by so the ear. Funny. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a very bad spray on tan. Now, did the Romney um, campaign respond? This to was it? hours before the interview. This one on the left where he's a normal skin tone. And there's Oompa Lumpa face. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, it says uh, Mitt Romney went on Univision. He then called undocumented immigrants illegal aliens as though they were an invading horde determined to destroy America. And then, well, we'd like to preface this by saying we would really like to actually cover important issues. But then Mitt keeps doing interesting things like, I don't know, intentionally darkening his skin to grub for Latino votes. (laughs) Free campaign advice, Mitt. Don't do that. Also, don't call human beings illegal aliens. Skeptical about this one, believe me. So were we. Skip to the bottom. These are not photoshopped images, and it's not bad makeup because nobody needs that kind of makeup put on them to be on TV. Oh because the God. rest of them, if you look, they're all normal skin tones. His hands—it looks like he's wearing gloves. So weird. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's pandering, and that is the most blatant pandering Seriously. I have ever seen. You know what he's going to do next? He's going to go and drag to a meeting for the League of Women Voters. Oh, there he is now. <laughs> no, that's actually a good picture there. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. So Romney said that um, a while ago that people, that that he would only, he should only pay the legal, like what he's legally supposed to pay in taxes remember he said if i paid more than that i wouldn't be qualified to be president that makes no sense he well he what he's saying is basically that if he if he paid more in taxes it would be bad judgment on his part and he wouldn't be worthy to lead the country that's how i took it okay going through his 2011 tax returns people have found that he did not take every deduction that he is legally allowed to take so he paid more in taxes than he should have. <laughs> so he has, by his own words, disqualified himself for running for office. It's every day there's something that... Yeah. Well, there's more. There was the 47% thing yeah. where everybody's a fucking freeloader except for him. But he only paid 13% in taxes, so he's a freeloader too. Mm. Um let me see. Let me find something interesting. This goes along, I think, pretty well with our um, our discussion about children in school. Mom sues police and neighbor after she is arrested for letting her kids play outside. Okay. 
Uh, let me make an adjustment here. I think I like stories like this. Let's hear. All right, let's see. I'll have to adjust the... Uh... All right, new at 10, a LaPorte mom taken to jail and charged for doing something many parents do every day, letting her kids play outside. Yeah, she was arrested for child endangerment for allowing her kids to ride scooters around in their neighborhood cul-de-sac. Local 2's Jennifer Bauer joins us live with how that mom is now fighting back. Jen. You know, guys, I'm standing right now on a cul-de-sac. I can tell you there's not a lot of traffic, not a lot of cars. And that's exactly why this LaPorte mom says she and her husband moved specifically to that street because they wanted a safe place for their kids to grow up. She says she never thought something like this would happen. This LaPorte mom says she was arrested and forced to spend the night in jail, all because she let her kids play outside. Orange jumpsuit, in a cell, slammed the door for 18 hours. Tammy Cooper says her kids, ages nine and six, were riding their scooters around the cul-de-sac where they live while she sat in her front yard and watched from a few feet away. A little while later, she says, a LaPorte police officer pulled up. I went out there to see what he was here for, and he says, no, ma'am, we're here for you. And I said, oh, really? Why? And that's when he proceeded to tell me that he had received a call from one of my neighbors that um, my kids were outside riding their scooters and supervised. Said, well, ma'am, turn around, put your hands behind your back. You're that under arrest for bullshit. child endangerment. Cooper says the allegations are absurd, and she insists her kids were never alone. No, I was out there the entire time. The charges were eventually dropped, but Cooper says the experience was humiliating and has now filed a lawsuit against the city of LaPorte Police Department, the arresting officer, and her neighbor, Good. who reportedly made the call to police. We tried speaking to her. You have no comment? No, thank you. Okay. This stay-at-home mom says her kids are her life. Everything that I do revolves around my children. And now she wants justice. And LaPorte police issued a statement in part saying we are confident in the known actions of the responding officer. Oh, and, and did contact the Harris County. On the scene that evening, okay. upon which their office accepted charges of abandoning a child on Miss Cooper. Now, if you would like to read the rest of Laporte PD's statement, it is on our website. You can go to click2houston.com. As for Tammy Cooper, she does admit things between her and her neighbor are now awkward and a little tense. Oh, you think? We're live tonight, Jennifer Bauer, KPRC, Local 2. Oh, Jennifer, thank you. Cooper says she's suing for damages. Her family has already shelled out $7,000 in legal fees, and she hopes the arresting officer is reprimanded. That's fucking idiotic. That is absolutely idiotic. A cul-de-sac, and she's out there with... Oh, fuck Regardless, that. regardless, when you were little, where did you go play? Any fucking where you wanted. Yeah. Did your parents follow you around? No, they didn't. No. No, I I rode my bike everywhere. There's, there was a creek near the house or a creek, depending on where you live. Yeah. Um, there was woods, cemeteries, there was other a, kids' backyards, we had golf a, courses. We're at a dead end street, and the street um, at the uh, at the end of the dead end street, there were railroad tracks, and huh. they weren't like it wasn't like commuter rail or anything like that. Right. But it was um, like old transport. It was like old Boston and Maine stuff. Yeah. And we had some of those in Peabody. Yeah. There was a rock crusher kind of up and around the corner from oh. us. Yeah, they were they were like a gravel company, huh. and like some of their supply trains would come in and stuff like that. Huh. And um, yeah, if you went down to the end of the street behind. The last house on the street. Last house and, on the left. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was on the right. Um, <laughs> but and then if you went down 
behind that there yeah. was like a storage thing where there was like piles and piles of like gravel and okay. sand and all okay. sorts of shit. And um, yeah, that that's where we played. Yeah, I don't and, understand. And this, how this, this is ridiculous. How is this, this abandonment? The officer should have come up and said, "Oh, all right, the mom's out here watching." No, I mean the dispatcher should have taken the call and said, "They're nine years old. Go fuck yourself." No, no, you know what? Cop comes by, fine. But the cop need, should have had the judgment to say, "Okay, yeah. that that's all." It's yeah. the cop, the the responding officer, fucked up. Yeah. I also, uh, on the other hand, too, have a really funny idea for a comedy uh, called Last House on the Right, where every once in a while, whatever wacky shit's going on, you see like some naked girl run out of the house all bloody across <laughs> the street, and you go, oh, look at that, they're at it again. <laughs> you know, it'd be like Mama's Family style <laughs> comedy with like torture porn happening across the street. <laughs> I just thought that'd be funny. Um, uh, yeah, that's a bullshit thing. I what the fuck? That is absolutely insane we are way i mean i i hate the phrase nanny state but this this protect your children bubble wrap bullshit type of fucking crap it's like yeah i see my kids running around and i know that they're not 100 percent coordinated or balanced or graceful or whatever mm. and they will run and fall yeah cuz you know i what? don't want them to do you know what they're going to get back up and go shit ow yeah and then they're going to go back to playing yeah it's like oh they were sitting weird on that we have little the little table and, yeah. and chairs that they color and play and eat dinner on and stuff like that. And uh, one of them was sitting weird on the chair, and it just tipped over. Yeah. And Ellen and I both knew it was going to tip over, but it wouldn't be enough that she got hurt. Yeah. But it's enough for her to go, oh, shit, that was embarrassing. I, I fell over in front of everybody. do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bullshit. What are other comments on this story? What are people oh, saying? Is know. there anybody defending this whole, uh, this whole thing? That's a good question funny when i was a kid i played outside all the time unsupervised and i gotta tell you my neighborhood the the dead end street thing it was one of those you were within earshot of your house I, oh, sometimes like i was yelled yeah. and and if it, it was this seemed to be this unwritten thing where like other parents like when you were doing shit and you weren't mm -hmm. supposed to be doing shit you got home it's just like, well, hey, you know what? Mrs. Stewart told me she saw you doing this. It's just like, it was just this yeah. kind of like, all right, everybody kept half an eye out on what was going on. Yeah. I mean, uh, here, uh, how asinine we complain about how children these days are not outside enough. Then you have stable Mabel spying on the kids and calling the cops because they actually were outside. I never heard stable Mabel before. Know, right? It's like lay it down like lavender. What? I'm not from the 20s. Is Lavender a stripper? Nosy neighbors suck. My yeah. entire neighborhood needs to go to jail then. Uh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. When did it become against the law for kids to play outside unsupervised? That's my question. Mm. There's 135 replies to that wow. one question. It's, it's not. We will now read them all. Actually, no. <laughs> um, Settle in, kids. It's going to get worse. <laughs> the first one's pretty good. 1984. Obama has been very busy behind the scenes building the liberal new world order. <laughs> and this is one more instance of his tyrannical attacks on America and her glorious freedoms. And then the person right underneath doesn't understand. 
she wrote Scott because that's the one that wrote it. You should not be let alone outside. You have a problem. You should be under constant supervision. Star, you don't understand sarcasm. Stupid idiot. Uh. But there's nobody showing up like on the side of the police or the nosy neighbor? Not that I can see. Maybe the neighbor didn't see the mom. Maybe the neighbor. Maybe the neighbor should just mind her own business and go in her bedroom and masturbate to Fifty Shades of Grey and shut the fuck up. Oh, sorry. Was that a little too on the nose there? I can't believe you said that word. Grey. Grey. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's a funny one. Someone's projecting. Oh, page not found. Oh. Son of a bitch. I'm just going to click it again just to be sure. <laughs> because you never know. An error yeah, could have happened, right? Um, let's see if it's... Uh, uh, t- 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 I don't know what to make of Romney's tax returns yet because I haven't read enough uh, yeah. breakdown of it. Um, so, But um, what's his face there, Fatty Boombaladdy? Um Limbaugh said penises are 10% smaller because of feminazis. Really? Yeah, I think somebody's trying to project a little bit. My goodness. So Chick-fil-A. Fuck those guys. We'll make this quick. Chick-fil-A said, oh, we're not going to do that shit anymore. And then the next day they were caught doing that shit. Chick-fil-A still actively supporting anti-gay causes despite legal agreement. (laughs) Uh, Huh. Editor's note, read our update. Okay, uh, Chick-fil-A this week in a written agreement signed by a corporate senior director promised to no longer donate to anti-gay organizations or political groups as a condition of being able to open a restaurant in Chicago. But on Tuesday, hours before news of Chick-fil-A's supposedly new corporate policy was published and after the legal agreement with the city of Chicago was signed, Chief Operating Officer Dan Cathy, Cathy tweeted a photo of himself riding a motorcycle as part of a ride for the family which is a fundraiser for one of Windshape's top anti-gay recipients, the Marriage and Family Foundation. <laughs> Let me click to the update here. Come on. Uh, Chick-fil-A issues statement traditional marriage groups funding will continue. <laughs> wow. Chick-fil-A today issued a statement. Is this today? Today? What's today's date? Today is the 21st. First? Okay, this was yesterday. Well, technically the 22nd, but... No, not yet, because we started yesterday. <laughs> Chick-fil-A today issued a statement seemingly contradicting promises made in a legal real estate deal to re-examine and discontinue supporting anti-gay organizations. Yesterday, according to Chicago Alderman Joe Moreno, Chick-fil-A's senior director of real estate signed a letter of agreement to Moreno stating the Windshape Foundations is now taking a much closer look at the organizations it considers helping. And in that process will remain true to its stated philosophy of not supporting organizations with political agendas. Apparently, Chick-fil-A Senior Director of Real Estate does not make corporate policy for Chick-fil-A, and apparently Chick-fil-A does not understand that marriage is indeed a political issue. Chick-fil-A's statement today indicates they will not be changing course and will continue to support anti-gay organizations. Kind of cracks me up in a way. It's like, how? It's like, we're not going to do this anymore. 
Yeah. Okay, I'll see you later. I'm going to go do this again. Falsely stating that recently Chick-fil-A's corporate, corporate giving has been mischaracterized, the CFA press release states, quote, part of our corporate commitment is to be responsible stewards of all that God has entrusted to us. <sighs> and adds, a part of our corporate commitment is to be responsible stewards of all that God has entrusted to us. Because of this commitment, Chick-fil-A's giving heritage is focused on programs that educate youth, strengthen families, and enrich marriages and support communities. We will continue to focus on giving in those areas. Our intent is not to support political or social agendas. Now, uh, that statement alone does not say they're going to give to anti-gay marriage establishments because a, a of two gay people that are married do constitute a family and if they're going to strengthen families and enrich marriages they they should do that for everybody yeah they're just going to lie and do what they want of course they are it's it's the yes dear of the corporate world yes dear. because i had a social studies teacher in, in junior high or high school that said uh the two most important words you guys can learn and he was joking because he was always very sarcastic he says this is yes dear because what will happen is she'll ask you to do something you say yes dear you can just keep doing what you want yeah. Doesn't That's really true. work like that. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> because every now and again, gentlemen, you get the word fine, which is the worst fucking word to hear ever. Yeah, but it's even worse when it's followed with do whatever you want. Yeah, I know, huh? Which, like, oh, no, whatever I want to do is what's not going to get me in which trouble. Means, which means don't even think about it. Yeah. Don't even think about doing what you want. You better wear a metal chastity belt because I am going to sever your balls in the middle of the night. Because oddly, do what you want is the is is what takes away your freedom. It just eliminates all your options. Yep. Yep. Do what I want, huh? And apparently what I want to do is not what I want to do. <laughs> it's gonna... also confusing. So the best and safest thing to do, and after almost... I'll be hitting 13 years of marriage in December. Mm. Probably the safest thing to do is go to bed. <laughs> just go to bed. Yeah. Just don't go out. Don't go to that bar. Go, just go to bed. Go to sleep. Yep. Because it's peaceful there. And, and you can't get in trouble. Go to sleep. And you know what? When it's quiet and she crawls into bed. Yep. And she goes... Are you asleep? Don't answer. <laughs> you know, you, you lie there yeah. like the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because the answer to that question is no. Because if, if she got into bed with you, then oh, at, the same, at the same time? Then, no, no. Even after. Like, if you just are like, oh, I've had enough of this. I'm not starting a mm -hmm. fight. And it's like 930 and you go to bed. She comes to bed like 20 minutes, an hour later or whatever, watches a show or you something. You can definitely fake sleep. But you know... That everything's kind of okay because she's going to get into the same bed. Yeah. So that's all right. Yeah. Hey, impromptu marriage advice. But I got to tell you, <laughs> the worst thing, the worst thing is, I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed too. Fuck. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's so bad. Because, because then it's like, all right, no, because then she's going to want to talk about, oh, well, that's why about you, whatever the issue is. You, you put the TV on and. No, 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 because like TV goes off and it's just like, oh, I'm going to go sleep. Yeah, I'm going to go sleep too. And then it's like, well, you never answered my question. Oh, see, we made a, we made a, an agreement a long time ago that we will not discuss problems in bed because bed is 
bed. There's very few things that I would categorize as sacred to me, (laughs) but sleeping is very important. Yeah. And it's nice and it's round. Oh, no. The worst (laughs) is, the worst is like when you've been having a discussion. Yeah. And then there is this seeming, like this seemingly quiet time. It's just like, all right. I know where that ended off. It didn't end off, and I, well, fuck you. Yeah. Just sort of, yep. okay, it ended up with, I understand what you're saying. All right? Okay. And then a couple of hours goes by. You actually, like, watched a little bit of TV <laughs> together. You hung out for a while. And then yeah. it's just like, okay, this feels kind of safe. And you go to bed, and then it's quiet. Yeah. Too quiet. Uh, and then it's like. So do you have anything to say to me? What? <laughs> no, I thought we were done talking. Yeah. If we weren't done talking, why did if, if we could have talked? See, I thought we were spending time together when I sat through that bullshit episode of Grey's Anatomy with you <laughs> that I didn't want to watch, but I sat with you because it's time together. <laughs> but now that Grey's Anatomy is over, you want to talk to me? I want to go to sleep. <laughs> Stay single, kids. Uh, anyway, no. So let me finish this here. Uh, it is there, back to the Chick-fil-A thing, it is their very supportive so-called pro-family organizations that may claim to, quote, strengthen families and enrich marriages, but that's exactly the code groups like the Family Research Council and the American Family Association and NOM, the National Organization for Marriage, all used to disguise... <laughs> yeah, nom, nom, nom. nom, nom. All nom, used to nom, disguise... Cocksucking. <laughs> their true acts... <laughs> And to conflate pro-family with anti-gay, which is sad since LGBT people have families too, just not in the eyes of groups like Chick-fil-A and their wind-shaped foundation. As proof, Chick-fil-A's policy has not been changed. Here's a screenshot of Chick-fil-A's updated policy on Facebook in July when they were being severely criticized for their anti-gay funding. And it says here on their Facebook page, the Chick-fil-A culture and service tradition in our restaurants is to treat every person with honor I thought that said horror for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you have an earring. Honor, dignity, and respect. Except the faggot. Regardless of the... We'll see if we get an email about that. Regardless of their belief, race, creed, sexual orientation, or gender, we will continue this tradition in the over 1,600 restaurants run by independent owners, operators. Going forward, our intent <laughs> is to leave the policy debate over same-sex marriage to the government and political arena. They're so full of shit. Chick-fil-A is a family-owned and family-led company. Ugh, I'm getting bored reading it. Ugh. When they say family-owned, basically what they're saying is, you know what? Fuck you. There's yeah. no stock price we have to worry about. Yeah. Seems to be a, why a lot of companies wouldn't go public, because <laughs> then they would have to answer to other people. Yeah. Uh, communities in which it operates uh, from the day Truett, Kathy Truett. They're... they're mm. Started the company, he began applying biblically-based principles to managing his business. For example, he sacrificed babies in fire. (laughs) We believe that closing on Sundays, operating debt-free, and devoting a percentage of our profits back to our communities are what makes us a stronger company and Chick-fil-A family. Okay, closing on Sundays... Sure. Okay, I see that. That's, that's fine. That's definitely you want to do a that? quote unquote not worry about making money? biblical value. But what is this operating debt free? Since when did did Jesus offer up financial advice? Isn't it neither a borrower nor a lender be? 
I, that well, a Shakespeare thing? I don't. I don't know. I don't know because Dante, Shakespeare, the Bible—they all get confused at one point or another, right? <laughs> but like he kicked the moneylenders out of the temples, but that has nothing to do with be with operating debt free. And by the way, I don't see how a company can operate debt free. What do they? What do they pay all their vendors a month in advance? Because if you if you owe a bill, if you owe an invoice, well, that's technically. I mean, yeah, and that's the best kind of correct. Yeah, but technically if like correct. That thirty days. I mean, that thirty days they pay that bill. Then so they pay their bills a, on time. Yeah. All right. Good for them. So, um, that was like the fourteenth commandment, right? <laughs> After you know, pet puppies and smile at babies, pay your bills on time. Eat all your vegetables. Yeah. Um, everybody likes polka dots. Um, <laughs> vegetables. Oh, there's something really mean I want to say, but I'm not going. Our to. mission is simple: to serve great food, provide genuine <laughs> hospitality, and have a positive influence on on all who come in contact with Chick Fil A, except the gays. Yeah, I added that last part just to be. So we got that clear. goal line defense. <laughs> oh boy, I don't get it. It's fucking ridiculous. Here's one. Anthony put this one up for us. I read this earlier. I'm glad he put it here because I totally forgot about it. Uh, that says GOP senator says he will cut funding. Cut funding. Because scientists read too much. What? Yep. Footage has been uncovered of North Carolina Republican. Oh, surprise. State Senator David Rouser stating that he wishes to defund the Department of Energy because people there read books. That's a tiny bit hyperbolic, so it's just a smidge, and I'm not being sarcastic. (laughs) It's just a little bit. In specific, the senator said, When I served in the executive branch for about a year and a half, and I learned how the bureaucrats operate, it gives me a lot of insight into how to defund them and get rid of them. Well, that's an asshole thing to say. When I went over to the Department of Energy one day, you walked down the hall, and most of them who are drawing six-figure salaries are sitting there reading books. <sighs> the de- the bizarre statements were uncovered recently by Think Progress from a debate held in April during the primary nomination process for U.S. Congress, of which Rouser is the GOP nominee. The wave of anti-intellectualism in America continues to spread as ignorance and lack of knowledge is now considered a strength rather than a weakness in many social circles. Well, those social circles are filled with fucking morons. Those social circles are... Social circle jerks. They're actually social... They're squares. (laughs) It's a rhombus. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Did uh, you... There's a video, but I don't want to hear this guy's voice. Um... You know what he sounds like. He sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. Mm. Now, if it's... Boy, I said, I said boy, boy, why are you reading? I'm wondering, like, what exactly are they reading? Are they reading, like... They're probably you know, reading technical journals. Like tales and like of the inf- Moss Eisley Cantina. They're or... informing themselves. I mean, Jesus, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. I... Well, let's hear the video. Let's hear what he actually <sighs> said. Okay. Let me unmute this over here. I got a pop-up for Netflix. Don't need that. It took me to another page. Okay. You know, when I served in the executive branch for about a year and a half, I learned how the bureaucrats operate. 
gives me a lot of insight into how to defund them and get rid of them. When I went over to the Department of Energy one day, you walk down the hall, and most of them who are drawing six-figure salaries are sitting there reading books and reading magazines. Ladies and gentlemen, we can devolve, get rid of the Department of Energy, and move some of those responsibilities back to the states. The Department of Commerce, same thing. HUD, Housing and Urban Development, known as HUD, same thing. Department of Education. If you look at the decline of education in this country, it started when the federal government got involved with it. That's another agency. How dumb are these people? Like, Pretty seriously, dumb. how fucking dumb are these people? Yeah, they're sitting around reading People magazine over at the Department of Energy. Uh, he wants to devolve. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? Like, let's not make progress. Let's not even be conservative. Let's go fucking backwards. Hmm. That's what the Republican Party is now going to be. It's not going to be a conservative organization. It's going to be a, a retrograde kind of thing <laughs> where it's like we got to go back to fucking suffrage. Are you fucking kidding me? I got this this other piece of bullshit in the mail today. And I wanted to just, like, if I could find the person that mailed this to us, oh, let me see. I would have shoved it up their ass. <laughs> it's for Scott Brown. It's a, it's a two-sided, very thick piece of paper. Um, four color. Yeah. Pretty well done. But here's the thing that, that kills me. On the back there... It talks about how Scott, Proud, Scott Brown is the independent voice, which is bullshit. It is bullshit. Because he sides with the Republican Party as much as he absolutely needs to, and then more. But let me, let me read the bottom here. Because this is all about how Democrats agree. <sighs> Tide Softner is... An, oh, it's a Democrat Ray Flynn... Uh, I'm a lifelong Democrat and I support Scott Brown. Scott is a good and honest man and an independent voice who always does what's right for the people of Massachusetts. And I'm so glad somebody else wrote that for me to read. Right Here's the thing, though. Democrats agree. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Like 20 names, right? And then we have, like, state rep from Weymouth, state senator from Lemonster, state rep, city councilor, state rep, yeah. state rep, uh, former mayor of Boston. So Ray Flynn is his big, his big, big guy, yeah. right? Uh, city councilor, state rep, state rep, mayor, state rep, district attorney for Bristol County, town councilor. Like, the list gets shitty yeah. as you go along. Not that those are shitty jobs, but it's like... The level yeah, of influence like drops. Political delisters, yeah. but like mayor of Worcester, mayor of Springfield, those are big cities. Okay, I, I'll give them that. Okay, former city councilor, state rep, state rep, town councilor. There's no like, like, um, you know, like, like a, like a, like a uh, former senator, right, or or anything like that. There are 351 towns and cities. In uh, in Massachusetts, with any number of city councilors and right. and people like that, yeah. so he has twenty Democrats out of probably thousands, thousands of living Democrats that have served in the Massachusetts government, right. and these twenty are supposed to change people's mind. He's an independent voice. 
I wouldn't say that at all. He's he's a fucking lockstep Republican. Yeah, it's bullshit, and that's the thing that that this. And I'm gonna I'm gonna equate this to the Samsung ads against the iPhone, where it, they're so false. They're just disingenuous. They yeah. are willfully and uh, willfully ignorant of the facts, and they are just trying to lie. Yeah. And this is what this is what politics is. I mean, granted, a while ago politics was bad. It was you know this person said that this person right. said that this is. To to send me to waste your fucking money on this first oh, yeah. of all in a blue state to send this out yeah. to say um, the Lowell Sun said Brown voted to stay independent oh v- vowed to stay independent when he got to Washington D.C. and he has that's a lie but he also he also has no power no so he can do whatever he wants no, he's, he's a junior senator who. Yeah. Hasn't won an election by himself, really, has he? Who did he run against to get that? Oh, he ran seat. against the woman that said, "I don't have to go shake hands. I got this in the bag." Yeah, Basically, she stupid. she fucked herself that? and gave up the whole thing. Oh, is that the woman who used to be lieutenant governor? Yes, and I can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, she fucked she, that up. She totally fucked us. She's like, "I'm not going to go shake hands in front of Fenway Park." It's yeah. like, do you want to lose? Because yeah. you just did. Yeah. Seriously, you just did. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. Also, I also don't need Elizabeth Brown calling my house every three days. Elizabeth really? Warren. I'm sorry, no. calling my house. I get robocalls all the time, and I and I look them up online. I just type the number into Google, and it, you know, it's yeah. like, did you get a call from? And it's like, if it's not Verizon, then it's a fucking polling place, or yeah. or uh, you know. Like like it, it, most of them are polling, yeah, or or opinion research kind of stuff. And it's like I or robocalls, and I don't. I got I get robocalls from people that I would never support in my life, and I can't pick up the phone and say I'm not going to vote um, for you. How did they get Ellen's name? I don't know. I don't know because it's definitely Ellen or current resident. Yeah, so maybe just I don't know. I have an idea. But I'm not going to say it on the air because I don't want to. Yeah. Crazy. We should break. Yeah. And then I'll tell you where I think we got. Oh, no. I know exactly. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back.
because I'm tired. Me too. Uh, so uh, Michelle Malkin, who <laughs> is just confounding in every sense of the word. I don't know who that is. She's um, on Fox, and she is filled with hatred and vitriol for anything that is not conservative Republicans. She sounds like a hell of a gal. She um, she got into an argument with Bill Crystal, of all people. Bill Crystal, like if I had a choice between punching Michelle Malkin and Bill Crystal in the face after a debate that they like used Fox talking points, yeah. I I would have to um, use both wishes and punch both of them at the same time. <laughs> we've we've had and then her, fuck that baby. We've had her on the on the show. Uh, clips of her on the show in the past. And she's up there with Ann Coulter. Yeah. Um, but it says, right-wing family feud. Malkin calls Crystal a windbag in meltdown mode because Crystal, I, I don't know if this is actually, this was from September 20th. Wow, that's a, a lot. But Crystal has basically said that he doesn't see how Romney's going to win. And he is all for the Republicans. Um, Fox News contributor Michelle Malkin is very angry. Again, mm-hmm. Malkin is very angry. The lapdog press is being so mean to Mitt Romney and making a big deal about the 47% comments. Oh, wait, it was September 20th. I don't know why I was thinking it was October already. So this was a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, he made behind closed doors to wealthy donors about how nearly half of all Americans are lazy, irresponsible, and unwilling to work hard to improve their lives. He also joked in that same meeting that it would be a lot better for him if he was Latino and then he shows up with darker skin. <laughs> That's not what you're supposed to do. Typing off the age-old conservative script, Malkin robotically blamed the press for Romney's latest campaign stumble claiming there's a conspiracy among journalists and Democrats to shift the attention away from Obama and focus on alleged Romney gaffes. Now, those aren't alleged, and it's not a ploy. Your boy's fucking up. But there's a slight problem this time around with the blame game. Lots of conservative pundits, such as the Weekly Standard's Bill Kristol, as well as Republican members of Congress, have also denounced Romney's 47% comments as irresponsible and, mis- irresponsible and misguided. And I have to say, as much as I can't stand the man or what he stands for, Scott Brown basically put his hands up and said, yeah, uh, that Romney shit, I don't go for that. <laughs> so at least he immediately did yeah. that because uh, what, we're, what, what we're learning is, or, or you know, what the rest of the country is learning that we already know here is that this election between the two of them is what could determine who controls the the senate right so it's a very important race and that's why i think it's going to keep getting ugly and that's why i gave her a little bit of money so i can yeah. get a t-shirt because who's going to argue with me because <laughs> <laughs> i'm gigantic why you vote for elizabeth warren because i'm bigger than you said his cock <laughs> you're welcome scott <laughs> um Let's see, Malkin's response to the uh, irresponsible misguided. Uh, Fox News contributor Crystal's part of the media problem, and he's in on the colluded effort to doom Romney's campaign. Now, Romney's doing perfectly fine on his own. (laughs) The intramural name-calling highlights the right-wing media fracture visible in the wake of Romney's 47% debacle. Sides are being taken as to whether Romney's remarks are imprudent, i.e. stupid and arrogant, as Crystal put it, 
or whether they can be used as a rallying cry to rescue his campaign. More traditional Republican partisans in the press, such as the New York Times' David Brooks, Thurston Howell Romney. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, and Wall Street Journal's Peggy Noonan, <laughs> Time for an Intervention, have come down hard on Romney and belittled his campaign efforts. By contrast, name callers like Malkin and the more radical Tea Party-leaning elements of the far-right media, including Fox News, have cheered the candidate's derogatory remarks and urged Romney to repeat them often on the campaign trail. And you know what? I encourage him as well. Most definitely. Go to Florida and talk about living on the government dole. See how well that... Go down there and tell them you want to turn it into Medicare into a voucher system. Yeah, go ahead. I I would I would donate money if he would actually start doing oh, that. I would so donate funny. to his demise. By contrast, let's see, for this faction, virtually any criticism of their candidate is deemed off limits, and heretics like Crystal must be publicly condemned. Besides, Malkin insists Romney's attack on U.S. voters was dead on, and the emphasis on this is added. She said, he's talking, of course, about the Peggy, the Moochers, and Henrietta Huges of the world, savior-based Obama supporters for whom the cult of personality trumps all else. I'm going to read this slower because she's like word salad. He's talking about the Sandra Flukes and Julias of the world, nanny state grievance mongers. What? Who have been spoon-fed identity politics and victim Olympics from preschool through grad school. This is making no sense at all. And beyond. And he's talking about the encrusted entitlement clientele. Who range from the Section 8 housing mob in Atlanta. Section 8 housing mob nice. in Atlanta. So she is calling what you would have to imagine are African Americans a mob because they live in Section 8 housing. <laughs> that caused a near riot to the irresponsible debt-ridden homeowners who mortgage themselves into oblivion and want their bailout now, now, now. Did me. any of that make sense? No. Malkin despises all these people and loved Romney's closed-door attempt to demonize them during the campaign season. For Malkin and her Tea Party friends, that's what national campaigns are about, pitting Americans against each other by depicting political foes as parasites who feed off the generosity of hardworking taxpayers. This election is about America's makers versus America's takers, Malkin declared confidently. And she's talking about people who have free health care that we pay for. What the fuck? Woman's an idiot. She's a special kind of gal. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. She's uh I don't know. Yeah, she's special. That's definitely a good way to put it. To religion. Oh boy. Girls beat up Iran cleric over dress code. This is one of those hap they all look like dementors there, don't they? <laughs> I'm sorry. I cannot take that that forced religious dress seriously i just can't no um because everybody deserves to be seen anyway uh tehran iran 
It's from CNN. They may be a far cry from their Western counterparts fighting for the acceptance of breastfeeding or to go topless in public. But two girls clobbered a cleric recently in a small town in Iran when he admonished one of them to cover herself more completely. I think that's awesome. The cleric gets his ass kicked. I cannot applaud this. this These girls great. more. These girls will probably be stoned to death in a week. That's but... the sad part is they probably are dead or had their, their genitals mutilated. Totally, yeah. The cleric said he asked politely, but the girl's angry reaction and some pugilistic double teaming with her... Mm, that's some iffy language there. Double teaming the girls. With her friend... Nothing quite like Iranian burqa porn. All right, let me me start this over again because it ends awesomely. The cleric said he asked politely. Now that's a matter of subject to... But the girl's angry reaction and some pugilistic double-teaming with her friend landed the holy man in the hospital. Nice. According to an account Monday in the semi-official mayor news agency. Semi-official? This is, um... Yeah, it's it's, um, right. It's kind of... Yeah, here, just take it. That's kind of official. I'm going to try and pronounce his name. Um, Ho. Oh, sorry. Can I try? It's, yeah, it's right there. Hojat, Hojatol Islam. Hojatol Islam? Hojatol Islam. Ali Besadi. Ali Tojam. Said he encountered the girls on his way to the mosque in the village of Shamirazad. So he's a cleric. So yes. he is. This is a dude who's got some authority. Yeah. Well, well, religious authority. If you believe, yeah, yeah if, if you follow along, which uh, I think they're required by law to do so yeah. in Iran. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm being sarcastic, but it's probably true. <laughs> uh, for noon prayers in late August, uh, he told one of the girls to cover up the report, said she responded by telling me to, she responded me, I'm just so excited that right, somebody stood up to these people. She responded by telling me to cover my eyes, which was very insulting to me. Wow. What a hypocrite. What was really insulting, though, was when she stripped off her burqa and before beating the shit out of the cleric, started playing Twisted Sisters, we're not going to take it (laughs) anymore. (laughs) On his head with rocks, Um, which is very insulting to me, Basadi said. Uh, So he asked her a second time to cover up and also to put a lid on what he felt was verbal abuse. Wow. She hit the man of the cloth, and he hit the ground. Nice. There's going to be two sounds. You tell me to cover up my ankle. Me hitting you, you hitting the ground. You tell me, yeah, you tell me to cover up my body, you'll be covering up your wounds. Motherfucker. I don't remember what happened after that, he said. I just felt her kicks and heard her insults. Okay. Good. It's about fucking time you get a taste of your own medicine. And I don't know if this guy's been an asshole his whole life, but, you know, if you're going to be part of that religion that's going to subjugate women who, by the way, a number of them don't feel that when they wear the burqa that they are being subjugated because it's all they've ever fucking right. known. But quite frankly, this guy's going to get to his like cleric clubhouse. Yeah. And they're going to be like, you got beat up by you know, a girl. You know, you know what they're going to do? He's going to show up and they're going to say, you need to cover up, woman. <laughs> your wounds, bitch. Yeah. You're a girl now. Because that's how, you know, girls are lesser human beings in that culture. Uh, Bessani emerged from the infirmary three days later, said he did not file a complaint against the girls. <laughs> No, because why would you want to drag that out? 
I'm sorry. I was, it was an accident. And I, cl- I, I I tripped over a can of whoop ass. <laughs> but he doesn't mind the local prosecutor's investigation into the matter either, as long as the case helps the cause of Islamic hijab. The girls may have put the jab into hijab, but fighting with morality police or private individuals telling women to cover up is rare in the small towns. It's more common in larger cities where women are more likely to take a stand. Keep taking a stand. Good for you. Yeah, it's about fucking time, isn't it? It's awesome. Those girls are dead now, by the way. Yeah, you know probably. That, right? Well, they will be soon. Maybe somebody can smuggle them out of the country. Now, on the other hand... Yeah, they just put something to cover them up and let's bring them right out. Yeah. Um, yep, well, let's see. Where is it? So, on the other hand, on the other side of um, the whole religion, we have this one. Girl, eight years old, calls on Islamic youth to back jihad. Yeah, that's just depressing because there's some little kid whose brain has been warped by her parents. Eight years old. Whatever. Yeah. Can you imagine your daughter calling for holy war? Are you kidding me? Lily? Lily? Actually, I I could actually. She's kind of (laughs) forthright. Actually, the the only demands Lily makes lately is to, uh, you know, just... You know, don't 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 eat the rest of the cereal. <laughs> this girl said, uh, "My dear brothers and sisters in Islam, as the world gathers against the believers in Syria, seeking to hijack our sincere and blessed uprisings, children in Sydney would like to send their message of hope and support to the Muslims of Syria, especially to the children and mothers." She read from her notes. These uprisings have demonstrated that this Uma, uh, global Muslim community. Is alive and well. Uma or Uma? It's U M M A. Is alive and well. Her love is for jihad. She is unshackled herself from the fear which she held, and she yearns to once again live under the banner of the Islamic states. Children as young as myself can be seen on the streets joining the uprisings, risking their lives to bring food, water, and medicine to the wounded family members, some of them never returning to their mothers. Nobody is too young, she said. Yeah, and uh, religion does good for people, too. Fucking Christ. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Girls should not be calling for struggles and holy wars against other people girls should be out playing in the sun having fun you know yeah i I totally agree i don't i don't get it i don't get it so one more thing here the hell oh another uh creationists hit back at bill nye because we had that video from bill nye where he basically said if you believe in creationism you're an idiot (laughs) <laughs> nice uh, you've probably already seen the internet sensation creationism, creationism is not appropriate for children in which famed TV scientist Bill Nye slams creationism you can see the video below uh, answers in Genesis we know them don't we Ken Ham running uh, the creation museum and the, the coming ark encounter thing uh, the Christian ministry behind the creation museum in uh, Petersburg, Kentucky through the CEO, Ken Ham, uh, I should have just read it, <laughs> are fighting back, writing on their website, time 
is nigh for a rebuttal. <laughs> uh, uh. Ham goes on to write, at AIG, Answers in Genesis, not the Investment Corporation, uh, and Creation Museum, we teach children and adults the truth concerning who they are in the Creator's eyes and where they ca- came from. We tell people... You're breathing right into the microphone, by I'm the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> We tell people that they do not. There's very few things that get on my nerves, but like when my mom uses like the headset thing when she's like cooking or something. Oh yeah, and you hear, yeah. So I was, I I went out to the the store, and then I talk, and I hear, it's like, oh, come on, move it away from your mouth a little bit. So it's not you, it's just the noise. You ever like sit next to somebody that eats really wet? And you can hear them eat even though their mouth's closed? No. Oh, that really bothers me, too. Just tiny little pet peeves. Anyway, uh, plus I didn't think people wanted to hear you breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We tell people that they do have purpose and meaning in life and that they were created for a purpose. No, we are not just evolved animals as Nye believes. We are all made in the image of God. The Creation Museum has also produced its own rebuttal video on YouTube that features two of their staff scientists, both PhDs, David Menton and Georgia Perdome. There's a video below. I'm going to be honest with you. I have a lot more satisfaction uh, knowing that I was not created for a purpose, but if I want to ultimately have a purpose on this planet, I need to find one for myself. Your special purpose. My special. What's my special talent? Yeah. Special purpose. I was in fun. the jerk. Yeah. That was my so, special purpose. So we'll we'll see how long this is, and we'll see. Oh, it's not that long. I thought it was nine minutes, but it's not. It's way shorter than that. The first point that Whoa. Bill Nye makes is Damn, that denial Dr. David is unique to the United States. I'm sure he knows better than that. After all, not only is evolution criticized widely in the United States by at least 40% of its citizens. But evolution is believed to be false in the Muslim world. Creationism is certainly uh, taught in South Africa, India, South Korea, Brazil. Uh, Smaller factions of creationists probably are found in Japan, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. Oh, you're an idiot. Bill Nye implies in his video that parents and other adults are doing a great disservice to children by teaching them about biblical creation. Well, you might be interested to know that I also teach my young daughter about evolution, and I know many other Christian parents who do the same. Children should be exposed to both ideas concerning our past. No! Being a good scientist and a mom, I want my daughter to be educated about evolution so that she can see the inherent problems with it. For example, the complete lack of a genetic mechanism that allows organisms to gain genetic information to go from simple to complex over time. Bill You're Nye a bad scientist. That the world becomes fantastically complicated uh, if one believes in creation. I would argue the world Bullshit. becomes fantastically complicated if one believes in evolution. You see, in evolution, you have to look at that hummingbird feeding at your feeder and assume that all of its parts have somehow come together by random purposeless change combined with natural selection. With That's not how it works! Differential <laughs> reproduction. 
We need to understand in the video that Bill Nye is confusing observational science with historical science. Observational science is what I call here and now science. It gives us inventions and technology like computers and vaccines. We can observe it, test it, and repeat it. Historical science deals with the past, and both evolution and creation fall into that category. We cannot test, observe, or repeat them. Yes, we do see fossils and distant stars, but their history of how they got here really depends on our worldview. Do we start with man's ideas about the past, who wasn't here during the supposed billions of years of Earth history? Or do we start with the Bible, the written revelation of the eyewitness account of the eternal God who created it all? You're a shithead. being inconsistent, as Bill Nye states, uh, observational science confirms the literal history and Genesis. The second point that Bill makes in his video is that evolution is fundamental uh, to all life science, that life science can't be practiced uh, without it. This is certainly not the case. The evolutionist Adam Wilkins, publishing in Bioessays, volume 22, uh, number 12, says as follows. While the great majority of biologists would probably agree with Theodosius Dobzhansky, yes. that he's not reading that. And biology right. makes sense without evolution. Yet, he said, most can conduct their work quite happily without particular reference to evolutionary ideas. He concluded that evolution would appear to be an indispensable and unifying idea and at the same time a highly superfluous one. Those are the dumbest scientists I've ever seen in my fucking life. Lame. Got to do this. Denial of evolution is unique to the United States. I mean, we are the world's most advanced technological. So, I mean, you could say Japan... But generally, the United States is where most of the innovation still happens. People still move to the United States. Uh, and that's largely because of the intellectual capital we have, the, the general understanding of science. When you have a portion of the population that doesn't believe in that, it holds everybody back, really. Evolution is the fundamental idea in all of life science, in all of biology. It's like... It's very much analogous to trying to do geology without believing in tectonic plates. You're just not going to get the right answer. Your whole world is just going to be a mystery instead of an exciting place. As my old professor Carl Sagan said, when you're in love, you want to tell the world. So once in a while I get people that really or that claim they don't believe in evolution. And my response generally is, why not? Really, why not? Your world just becomes fantastically complicated when you don't believe in evolution. I mean, you, here are these ancient dinosaur bones or fossils. Here is um, radioactivity. Here are distant stars that are just like the, our star, but that are at a different point in their life cycle. The idea of deep time of this of billions of years uh, explains so much of the world around us. If you try to ignore that, your your worldview just becomes crazy. It's just uh, untenable, itself inconsistent. And I say to the grown-ups, if you want to deny evolution and live in your in your uh, world that's fantasy world, consistent <laughs> with everything you observe in the universe, that's fine. But don't make your kids do it because we need them. We need scientifically literate voters and taxpayers for the future. We need people that can, uh, we need engineers that can build stuff, solve problems. It's just a really hard thing.
It's, it's really a hard thing. You know, in another couple centuries, the, that worldview, I'm sure, will be, it just won't exist. I mean, it's, it's, there's no evidence for it. So. It's funny, too, because the president of the Museum of Science is really big on engineering as the next big step, the next, like, field ready to explode. So it's nice to see him mention it as well. But just the, I mean. The The closed-mindedness is just depressing. Anytime, and I'm going to sound like like an arrogant elitist asshole for a second. For the first time in 214 episodes. Like 214 minutes. Anytime I, well, like 12 minutes. Anytime I meet somebody and like they say that they they believe in the young earth theory or they believe in creation, biblical creation, I write you off. I don't don't have time for that stupid shit anymore. I was helping Olivia work with, um, like, study for a social studies test. And they're working on early Stone Age stuff. Yeah. You know, early Stone Age and, uh, what do you call Paleolithic era. Right. And all that. And uh, we're talking about how early man, you know, nomadic and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I'm asking her questions that are related to her study guide. So we're having a conversation. She's manipulating some of her answers, you know, so it's not just, you know, memorization. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah, the, so I'm just asking. That's, a, just that's another good sure thing about can, learning is to, to put it in your own words. Exactly. Yeah. Just, you know, so I said, now, you know, nomads, they had very simple tools with which they would hunt. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't see more complex stuff till Neolithic age. Um, so, how did early man, when they were out hunting, um, how were they able to develop tools strong enough to um, to fight the dinosaurs? <laughs> and it's really funny. She looks at me. She's like, um, Dad? I go, honey, don't use that. I feel so sorry for you, Dad. Toad. I'm totally kidding. She's like, yeah, you had me a little nervous there. Not because I didn't know the answer, but because you sounded kind of like an idiot. (laughs) That's my girl. And that's the great part is there's no, it's just dinosaurs did not exist with people. There was no religious overtone to the question or anything like that. No, not not at all. It's just this is a fact. This didn't happen. Right. She's like, come on, Dad, you you knew that. I'm like, Olivia, despite the... (laughs) historical documents, the historical archives (laughs) with Fred. The hand-drawn historical documents. With Fred and Wilma. Yes. Um, I know that you you can't use a small bird to play a record. Yes. However, however, there is large amounts of scientific evidence um, for a crime-solving dune buggy and also a talking shark that solved crime. This is true. Along with a giant purple gorilla. Oh, God. Cartoon Saturday mornings with the best. <laughs> Captain Cave um, Man. That's, that's Jabberjaw, Grape Ape, and, Cap- and Captain Cave Man. Who was that? Was, was he with the car? There was a, there was was a, Captain there was a Cave talking Man. dune buggy. Yeah, that was. Um... Oh, what the fuck? Oh, was shit. That? What was it? it was, he was yellow and orange, right? Something like that. Yeah, but there was there was Captain Caveman, which I fucking loved. 
Remember they used to do like previews for Saturday morning shows yes. like on a Friday night, somewhere like the end of August. You had to wait like three weeks. Yeah. Speed buggy. Speed buggy, yeah. That's who it was. Because I looked it up not and I didn't remember. No, we just we just used the Google or the internet. Wrench! Wrench! Suck it! Suck it! Suck it! Frogger. Is that Shaggy? <laughs> no, huh? Who put the antifreeze in my carburetor? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this, this here go. This intro's over a minute long. Wow. Can you imagine if I was watching that on DVD? I would lose my fucking mind. Awesome. Oh, that's wicked loud. Wow, that's not a ripoff of like everything, including. Charlie's Angels. Oh, I know, right? Grape ape. Grape ape. This shit was hilarious. Grape ape. <laughs> yep, that's me. Grape ape. If he comes to your town, Grape ape. He will really put down. They really just had some guy burping the words Grape ape. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The great Grape ape. I don't. How did we watch this stuff? Cause it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, for anybody that doesn't know, Grape Ape is a King Kong-sized purple gorilla wearing a green hat, bow tie, and short jacket with no pants. No pants. Yep, that's me. That shit was awesome. <laughs> Hold on. There's one more. There's one more. Um, oh, you're going to do it, aren't you? What? Oh, I thought you were going to do Hong Kong Fui. Oh, no. What, what are you going to do? Now, the other one that I mentioned. Oh, yeah. You know why I didn't watch this show? Because I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck is he shemp? Yeah. And you know what? None of the villains in these shows were ever as cool as the ones in the intro. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh look, a one-eyed robot shooting ice beams. Right. Oh, who's he gonna fight this week? Frogmen. Yeah. Oh. Uh. 
And this is just... Um, I don't get no respect. That's just and Josie you know and the Pussycats mixed with uh, Scooby-Doo. Jabberjaw is still more badass than Aquaman. <laughs> oh, boy. Aquaman's a pussy. <laughs> Man, we could just keep playing these, but I'm oh, not going man. to. That was good shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how we got the jabber jaw yeah, from no, uh, what but, we were uh, talking about. There's no way to go back to politics from that because it's it's yeah, it's no, kind of like the Romney campaign. Um, I thought there was something silly. Else you can't believe up. you're watching it, and yet you can't look away. <laughs> oh, I remember. I thought we would we could end the show with uh, some TV. Because Parks and Recreations uh, premiered yesterday. Did it? I got to get back on the Hulu. And The Office. Yeah. And I actually watched I watched them on Hulu. Because um, if I'm only going to watch TV for like 20 yeah. minutes and I can get it online, I'd rather do that than turn right. on the lamp oh, and start. do all yeah. that. But um, this episode of Parks and Recreations, uh, they go to D.C. because Ben's working on that senator right. oh, Don't campaign. tell me too much of it. And uh, it's very interesting. I liked it, but it's got like a bittersweet kind of yeah. edge to it. How's The Office? Just it was, good or bad? The Office was okay. Um, I wasn't aggravated with it like I normally yeah. am. When does 30 Rock start up next week? I don't know. I really don't know. I want to say it's like mid-season. I'll be I'll be honest, um, and you know how much I love Thirty Rock, yep. and I do like The Office. But as I think about like the new the new TV season coming, yeah. there's nothing new that's caught my eye that I want to see. I don't even know anything. I'm new. looking forward to seeing Big Bang. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing New Girl. Well, um, I kind not, of but even but even like. Like Modern Family would be like, yeah, okay, that'll be fun to watch. But there's nothing like yeah. I'm not psyched you for know I'll coming be, back. I'll be more excited about Modern Family after the season premiere. Yeah, uh, because then I'll be back into it. Yeah, and Community. I'm really curious to see if Community stays the oh, same. That's right, because this is or the shits new the showrunner. Huh? Yeah. So I mean, but I'm not like Jonesing to say I'm not going no. crazy seeing anything. I'm interested for Walking Dead, but I, mm. like. I mean, I got Californication what, starting up in January. What I like about Walking Dead is that they're hitting um, some of the very early, like, like very memorable stuff from the from the early volumes. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how they're going to pull off that stuff and how they're going to change characters and fit right. them in and all that. But but I'm not really like, psyched for anything I, at this moment right now. I just have too many other things going on. Although. Next Wednesday at 5 o'clock is uh, Lego Star Wars The Empire Strikes Out. Really? Yes. It's along the same lines as the Padawan Menace. Yeah. Which was Where is that gonna fucking be? hilarious. Cartoon Network, 5 o'clock next Wednesday. Okay. And then it'll be played probably two or three more times. But this is... How long is it? Like a half an it'll hour? It'll be a half hour. This is original trilogy. Not prequel trilogy, nice. although they mix back yeah. and forth. So, when does that Star Wars Detours thing start? I don't that know. Looks really. I'm fun. curious. A lot of people are really hating on it. Why? I, I remember know. that one comment we saw. As long as it's not canon, uh, are you kidding me? Really? I really hope I run into that person so I can you know what smack it is across the face. It's a kid friendly robot chicken. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the animation looks 
really cute. You know what? I showed it to the girls, and they laughed. Cole laughed at, his fucking head off. Parts. In fact, it was one of those days that he was in a mood. He didn't feel like coming uh, down from his room. Yeah. So I was just like, fine, man. It's just this cool Star Wars thing, new show coming out. Whatever. You can look at it later. <laughs> So I started playing it, and yep. Olivia was laughing. Uh, so he's like at the top of the stairs, and I played it again. Yeah, and he made his way downstairs, and then after that, he couldn't stop telling his friends about it. See, to me, the whole thing there's 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 a point you go through in your life where you love the stuff you love, and anything that varies outside of that world is bad. But you know what, though? But like, there's people that love Star Wars, love the three movies, just the three original yeah. movies, hate the prequels, hate the books, hate the video games, because it's not the original three. It's like, do you want the same fucking thing over and over again? Because I hate, I guarantee you, out of those books on the top shelf there, 90% of those books all have Coruscant, Tatooine, yeah. Dagobah, Endor, um, Alderaan. They're all mentioned at one point or another. Maybe not the Death Star book, but the rest of them, they all go back to the same fucking places. The technology never changes. There's no, n- there's never enough new stuff. It's that small galaxy yeah. thing that we talked about when did, we did the commentaries about yeah. Leia being the sister where it's like, it's too small. Right. The books are just as narrow. I mean, there's some like Darth Plagueis yeah. and the Darth Bane stuff that kind of moves out a little bit. But it's like you hate Clone Wars, you hate Detours. Oh, you'll watch Robot Chicken. You'll watch Family Guy when they when they parody it. But you can't stand anything else. I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know what? If I if if I laugh at it, then I like it. Well, here's the thing, like. The Family Guy stuff, the Robot Chicken stuff. The first Family Guy one they did, which was like a truncated scene for scene yeah, with jokes added in, yeah. not as funny as the other two. Right. Um, but I'll tell you, I think that the Robot Chicken, Star Wars Detours, yep. the Family Guy stuff, yeah, all of that stuff is done. I mean, even some of the quote-unquote, like the parody stuff yep. that you see online. Okay, it's all done from that same place of, I love Star Wars. All right, I don't think that, I mean, Seth Green, if he didn't live it and breathe it, if this wasn't part of his DNA, if it wasn't part of who he was, those robot chicken things would not be as funny. No, no, they wouldn't wouldn't be as entertaining. Exactly. And none of it is malicious. None of it is. You know, it's all. But there it, is malicious stuff out there. Yeah, and, and you know it, what? And it you is? know what? Though it's, it's from those fans. But and it's 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 bullshit. It's stupid. Yeah. If you're going to be angry at Jar Jar Binks, I don't like Jar Jar. No, you don't like okay? Jar Jar. I don't like Jar Jar. But no. you know what? Though I could sit here and have a conversation with you and and talk about how I can blame Jar Jar for the destruction of Alderaan. Jar Jar is responsible for the Empire. Yeah, that's that. You can clearly see that he was manipulated into it. And I can have that conversation, and I would punch that motherfucker in the face if he was real. I think that's fitting for his character. Most definitely. Jar Jar, I see not so much in Phantom Menace, but in the other two where he has very limited roles. I see him as a symbol for uh, weak and cowardly government. Yeah, definitely. Easily manipulated and innocence and, and all that. And I think that 
that the the character Jar Jar suffers because he was such a buffoon in the first one. Yeah. So, not to mention the the accent. Right. It I was, mean, it's it was it's, it's too bad because he was to take. he was played for comedy in the first one, and yeah. then he he was played for tragedy. In yeah, the other he was two. played for tragedy. He was played as an actual. But it's, plot device. But it's background tragedy. You don't really see the full Unless you're paying attention. Because yeah. it's very like, okay, I'll let Jar Jar do this. And- well, yeah, because Masamita's standing there and he says, if we had someone in the Senate, and Jar Jar's like, I'll do it because he just wants to make people happy. Right. He has no political savvy whatsoever. Right. It's very much like an episode of the I Love Lucy show. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Lucy, isn't yeah. he? So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, but I for mean, people to get upset at looking at something like Star Wars Detours, you know what, dude who's 50 years old living in your mother's basement and bitching about this shit, yeah, you know relax. what, it's not for you. Yeah, you know relax. who it's for? It's for my 10-year-old. Yeah, it's for me to sit there on a Saturday laugh. morning and just enjoy the fuck out of right, it. Right, because uh, why not? With my kids. Right. It's f- Or without. Because it looks fun and funny. and. Yeah. Like I said, it comes. You got Breck and Meyer doing Boba Fett's voice still, right? So that's you got, awesome. You got it, and you got Dengar walking around going, "Hey, hey, hey basketball!" Hey, and you know what? I love the fact that there's actually a dance scene because it's kind of making fun of that connects Han Solo yeah. dance along thing, but it really kind of fits the whole because there was a fucking dance off in one of the Robot Chicken Star Wars episodes. Oh yeah, the father son dance off. Yeah, nobody bitched about that. All right. But it comes from a place of respect for for the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, it better not be canon. If you ask that question, you're a fucking well, idiot. Well, see, there's people out there that, that watch Clone Wars and they're like, oh, it's not following the books. Do you want it to? I don't. I don't want to know what's going to happen to these characters. Right. I want to be surprised. It's when... not supposed to be. Now, aren't if Clone Wars takes sort of, doesn't that sort of take precedence over the books? Is oh, that what's yeah. happening? Yeah, the, there's a hierarchy, and it's movies yeah. over all else, and then Clone Wars is, like, right beneath it. Yeah. Like, this is as official as what we're going to yeah. get. And then there's rumors that the Force Unleashed storyline kind of coincides between the two yeah, movies. Yeah, and that I think that that works. Sort of, yeah. So, fuck you guys who don't like this. They're, they're moving Clone Wars to Saturday mornings. Oh, really? Which, um... Okay, whatever. If they get more viewers, that's great yeah. because it was only supposed to last five seasons. Yeah, and this is the fifth this will season. Be the fifth season, but it's not going to end. No, it's although you it's, can it's, definitely see more, um, like the transition. If you watch the beginning, it's very Phantom Menace clone, yeah, uh, Attack of the Clones era ships. And now this season, you're getting the Jedi Starfighters from the beginning of Sith. They're showing Z95 Headhunters. They were ARC 170s um, in a couple of the last episodes, uh, last season, I mean. So the, the time period transition is working. Yeah. And I don't see why they can't just start over again and do stuff that happened in between, in between those episodes. You could do 10, 15 seasons of this. It won't last that long. It won't, but what I'd love to see them do is transition from Clone Wars to Galactic Civil War. Yeah. Just because, you, you, you know, it, you, we don't need Phantom Menace to clones. That there's no, nothing happening there that you need. Um, but, no, because all Anakin does is learn to suppress the urge to masturbate. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then we just take the whole thing and we shift it because planets are built, characters are done, and... 
clones. Uh, 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 Revenge of the Sith is what are we looking at? A year? Yeah. The whole timeline for that entire movie yeah. could take place within nine months. Yeah. And then you move, and then pretty much all your shit's the same. All those characters, like like Ventress and Maul and Savage, they could all lay low for the end of the Clone Wars. Yeah, like the big final thing, and then but then you get rid of um, all of the Nemoidians, all of the the Separatists. All those characters are done, right? And then you just move, and then it's just subtle changes to clone trooper armor, and you you could continue the Clone Wars and change it to Star Wars, Galactic Civil War, or the Empire, or something, and you yeah. could keep going. You could go right up until the very beginning of Episode Four. Yeah. Yeah, 10, 15 years from now, yeah. the 50th anniversary of um, of A New Hope, season finale, right? That would be pretty crazy. Leia walking up the ramp to the blockade runner, yeah. saying to the captain, I have to get these plans to Obi-Wan Kenobi. End of, end of series. Yeah. Done. Or Vader saying, you know, follow that ship. <laughs> that little bitch. That would be, that would be nice. <sighs> All right. Oh yeah, we got this. We should do this, huh? We should do this. Okay. Get the volume right. Oh, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! For a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary! But be careful, you don't spill it. Happy anniversary! Oh. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Shut up, you retarded libby libtard. Fuck you, I know I'm cute. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Who the, what the fuck? I know I said I was going to be out of town, but I wanted to do this special for you guys because it's your four-year anniversary this week. Since I'm really pressed for time, I'll skip all the normal banter and just kind of do an abbreviated version of Last Rites. First, I'd probably say something about me being great. Then Frank says, (laughs) No, 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 he's wrong because this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I remind people that Frank has to walk into the studio every week to see Chris naked. And he's just like laying there uh, and like totally like (laughs) legs open (laughs) and his junk is right there and um, just not moving. Just here I am, right? (laughs) It is neither hard nor soft. (laughs) And then I'll mention the ultimatum Chris gives Frank after the show every week. Tearful fits or late night cramming. And then Frank complains he can't stay so late due to his second job. Waxing some uh, starlet's asshole. And then Chris complains about taking shots in the mouth. I, I There's an aftertaste that I just, I just can't get around. And then finally I'll mention Chris doing something terrible and then Chris says, Fuck you, you fucking retard. And I think that pretty much sums it up. So, I hope you guys had a great four-year anniversary show, and here's to another four years. Oh, and uh, peace and love, guys. Are you serious? Four years without missing a week. Holy shit. 
I did that right this time. <laughs> Penis. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we did. We haven't talked about the four years. No, so. not really. No. So what went on in four years? I don't know. Um, shows changed a lot. <laughs> um, it sounds better. It definitely. I can honestly it say definitely it sounds, sounds better. better. And um, yeah, no, you uh, you do an amazing job with this. I literally <laughs> come in and sit down and. Well, considering I don't edit anymore. Get in trouble for saying things. Um, the first, what was it, 15 episodes, I was meticulously oh, yeah, editing, editing stuff the pacing and, and, and everything. This, but, uh, the only thing I'll do now is once I bring it into Audacity so I can level it, I, I change it to a wave so I can level yeah. it in the program. If I see a gap that's not, like like a visible gap that's not a break gap that i leave in there so i know where it's because right. i used to have to go in and find those yeah. things and that's fucking pain in the ass then i may go in like if it's like oh like we can't find a page on the yeah. internet or something right. i'll that cut that cut stuff out yeah other than that like tonight uh, while you were shopping for a stylus for the 30 seconds no that was so. the uh, oh, we'll keep i think that. we were still talking so <laughs> that's fine um yeah no it's been uh it's been fun and i love doing this so yeah plus it's an opportunity to hang out which because we're so busy yeah, um, we don't get a chance to to hang out. So the only downside to the show is uh, every once in a while I'll think to myself, oh, I got to do a fucking show this week <laughs> because we don't take time off, we, or we do, but we have a show to put out. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I'll I'll be honest. Sometimes I just want to take like a month away from everything and just not this do is, it. This is my night out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but so. yeah, it's worked out pretty good yeah, with work because yeah, I I can't do a show the time we do it and then open the next day, yeah, because I got to be up at like five. That doesn't yeah. work. You can do that for some reason. I don't know how you can do. That. I don't, you know it's yeah. Like there have been times I've left it. Like now it's what it's like one thirty or something. One, like yeah. That. Yeah, I mean, there have been times that I've left here, gone home, gotten up at 3 o'clock in the morning, <sighs> and just gone a full day. But you would tell me if this so, ended up being a problem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, if, if if this was, I mean, if I had, you know, the 5 o'clock thing tomorrow morning, yeah. that would be a struggle. Oh, yeah, that clock's still so, not right that says 2.59. Yeah. I should probably that fix that. So, but, um, yeah, no, I'll tell you, it's... It's gotten a little bit in the four years. It's gotten a little bit more difficult to do my, you know, three hours of sleep or, or less mm. a night because I'm getting old. Well, um, you know, if you need sleep, you need sleep. So yeah. So, um, but I'm really good at napping. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So like ten minutes will rejuvenate me. <laughs> like, and really, it does. It does. That's weird. Yeah, it really is. You know, ten, fifteen minutes. I'll just crash on the couch, and then bam, I'm good. Well, maybe Another maybe at hours. some point we can um, we can figure out a way to do it during the day, like when, the, when I got to tell you though, we've done like we've done like when we used to do daytime shows, the early like, ones house. when we were yeah. recording every Thursday, and yeah. there's a whole there's a different feel to it, quite frankly, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it feels I don't know, maybe it just feels better to subversively curse my head off when you know what you know what it is it's, it, the, the nighttime thing i've always felt like if i if i have an idea and i have an idea at night and i think it's a really good idea i have to wait until i wake up to think about whether it's a good idea or not 
Oh no! I, there's something. Well, no, there's something about nighttime that makes. I don't know. It just makes it better. No, the, the, I don't want to start sounding like a Phil Collins song, but. But no, I mean there there are times when know. I'll get I'll get an idea or something, and then I'll go down and I'll like I'll say, all right, I'm just going to type myself a little note, hmm. okay, and then I type myself a little note, and then I look at the clock and it's like, huh, it's going to be daylight in 40 minutes. <laughs> I should go to bed, <laughs> and it just, I mean, it's a combination of my just sort of developing that or jumping into something else, yeah, or. Um, me just going, oh, look, something shiny, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had a lot of late nights like that. So, But it also comes from all of our conversations that we had used to be after building prints outside. Yeah. And it was it was dark. Yeah. So it just fits. It just, yeah, it just works. As much so. as I would like to do it during the day, maybe earlier in the week, now that the girls go to school and there's like a good four-hour yeah. chunk, it just, the show would would. Subtly, yeah, I think it would be it, it would, would be different. Change. It would definitely yeah. be different. It would be weird. They would be. Oh, I dropped the fucking thing. Uh, that thing is dead. So, all right. Um, no more lingering at the end. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail dot com. Yo. Yeah. I say fuck the phone number. Yeah, fuck the phone number. Everybody, everybody, mostly everybody has smartphones, so you can record an audio thing and you can mail it to us. Yeah. So, are you serious? Podcast at gmail dot com. I said it twice. Yeah. So have a good week, folks. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So, hey, and if there's anybody out there who's been here from the beginning, we'd love to hear from you. Cause yeah. That would be, uh, it'd be awesome. That so, would be. So in, in, uh, in, in sort of honor of this four years, I just want to say. I quit. Um, <laughs> fuck you all. I quit. No. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, just a, a little throwback. I just want to yeah. say uh, Fuck Blue Thunder. Oh, I was going to say it's weird, too, because when we were talking about uh, helicopters, I was going to say that um, I was I was at the museum the other day and I was looking out the windows because um, I was bored and this helicopter flew by and it was really close. So it was yeah. kind of like, oh, a helicopter. Yeah. And it looked like Airwolf. Nice. Yeah. See? Airwolf fucking <laughs> Same rules. body style. No missiles, but still. Airwolf rules. And uh, you're going to say uh, Obama's not going to win this time around? Nah, I think he's got it. Yeah, because last time you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I was nervous last time. Yeah, I was nervous. Yeah, but look who they got this time. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> what a fucking ass clown he is. Uh, right. If we're oh. wrong, we should stop doing the show because I'll just be way too angry every week again. Well, we'd have to do the show from Canada. Yeah, my job doesn't go to Canada. Uh, well, the commute from Montreal. Oh boy, Sometimes. I'm not driving all the way through Vermont. I'm not going further north. Fuck that. I know. What's wrong with coming as it is? We can move to the Bahamas. It's a U.S. territory, but I don't think it is. I think it's British. Oh, even better. I don't know what the fuck I was. What was I thinking? What else do we? What do we own down there? The U.S. Virgin Islands. That's probably what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, Virgins. (laughs) It's not how it works. Uh, All All right. right. We'll be back next week. Bye bye. Bye.
Are you still there? And finally, new rule, if you're one of the 5% of American voters who are still undecided on who to vote for, it's okay to admit, you just don't really give a shit. <laughs> Seriously, if at this point you, you still can't figure out who you like more, Mitt Romney or Barack Obama, stay home, because you probably couldn't find your polling place anyway. <laughs> I mean, what more information does someone need to make this choice? Obama has been president for nearly four years, and Mitt Romney has been running for president since 1971, <laughs> when his space egg incubated and he... <laughs> and he burst out of an astronaut's chest. Right. <laughs> and they're not really that much alike. If you can't tell this man from this man, you're not a swing voter. <laughs> you're a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, look, it's okay that there's a tiny fraction of uncommitted voters in a few swing states who will decide this election, but can we please stop treating them like they're somehow more noble and discerning than the rest of us? For example, you know who is an undecided voter? The Octomom. <laughs> yeah. no, somebody, somebody asked her this week, and well, it turns out she doesn't even know who Mitt Romney is. And that, in a nutshell, is America's celebrated undecided voter. Put on a pedestal by the media as if they were Hamlet in a think tank, searching out every last bit of information high-minded arbiters poring over policy positions and matching them against their own philosophies. Please, they mostly fall into a category political scientists call low-information voters, otherwise known as dipshits. For example, according to a Pew Research study, 40% of Democrats do not know that the Republicans are the conservative party. Let me repeat that. No, I'm not going to repeat that. It's too depressing. <laughs> Instead, let's look at someone else who announced this week that they were an undecided voter. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yes, she described herself as a liberal Republican. Of course, there aren't any of those anymore, but pieces of knowledge like that don't reach the low-information voter. But Donald Trump does. He tweeted, hey, Kim Kardashian, I hear you are undecided. I can explain why you should vote for Mitt Romney. Well, this is a microcosm of the whole election. Because the only way Romney can erase Obama's lead is if know-nothings like Donald Trump can convince know-nothings like Kim Kardashian that Republican-style trickle-down economics won't wreck the economy the way it has before. And he might do it because Kim Kardashian thinks trickle-down means the last shot in your sex tape. And the worst part of all this is that America's entire electoral process, the debates, the conventions, the ads, the photo ops with the corn dogs, it's all targeted at this tiny segment of the population that's just not that interested, which would make them, by definition, the least qualified for this decider's role. When are low-information, wishy-washy people ever desirable to talk to? There's a reason why when you have a problem, you never seek their advice. <laughs> Hey, you know who you should talk to about that thing you're going through? Someone who doesn't know anything about it. 
this year, <laughs> this year at the debates, we should skip that thing where the undecideds dial in their reactions to every little moment and instead hook up the dial to their foreheads to see if there's any measurable brain activity. Because <laughs> I don't need to see another focus group with these nincompoops. I've seen enough of them to know why they're called focus groups. Because they're groups of people who have trouble focusing. <laughs> and if I want to see a bunch of ignorant jackasses bullshitting about the election, <laughs> I'll watch Fox and Friends. <laughs> That's all you get, jerks!